Maybe the Bucks. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, we are live with what should be episode 10 of the Neutral Zone podcast, but we had a little screw up last week. I take full responsibility for that. Did you um, make sure it worked this time? I, I, I see levels. I see levels, and let me just let me just double check. Check, check on the YouTube. I, I, yep, we have, we have, we're good. We're good. Okay. Um, what should be episode 10, but is not. It's episode 9. As you see, it says it's episode 9 retake. Because last week, um, our audio, <clears throat> excuse me, our audio did not get picked up at all last week, except for the last like ten minutes, which, as you saw on our channel, we dropped a video on that. We just made that a video. Which, by the way, I destroyed Austin in our record predictions. I went what thirteen and two, and 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 guessing all the games last week, which was what insane. Were the games that you picked. Both of the games were the Broncos. Both of the games that I missed. I picked the Broncos to win both times. They both lost. The only team. Rip. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> um, but we have a very, very special guest with us today. Austin could not make it, unfortunately. He's out doing stuff with his girlfriend. Can you, can you imagine? But, um... Simp! No, I'm scared. <laughs> we're here with um, our boy Webby, who is a Colts fan... Yes, sir. So you can talk about that um, that I hope travesty I'm, of a game. I'm as passionate as they come, but also um, as realistic as they come. Right. Um. Yeah. So you know, first thing we can talk about a little bit is talk about college football because that's what that's like our first thing we talk about. Um, Ohio State destroyed Michigan State as uh, expected. C.J. Stroud do a pick six though, which is a little unexpected. Get um, Marvin Harrison Jr. to the Colts. It's destiny, man. Dude, Marvin, he's a, he's a dog. Marvin Harrison Jr. Yes. is a dog. He's a stud. The best wide receiver in college football right now. Unfortunately, C.J. Stroud's going to get handed over to some some note some of the Colts. I think is what's going to happen. Or not the Colts, the Texans. I I literally Texans, like looked. Yeah. I looked at your logo and I said Detroit. the Colts. <laughs> the draft order right now is Steelers Detroit. So. And he was in. There was a video surfacing about C. Stroud asking, um, "Hey, can you go to the Lions?" He said, "It's up to God." So, oh, Stroud and the Lions would be insane. He doesn't okay. care where he. So he, that means he doesn't care where he goes. He's just gonna play and ball out. Mm-hmm. I agree. Great mentality. And it's about damn time that a Ohio State quarterback actually goes to the NFL and does something. Poor Justin. Waiting. Poor Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. He's off, got you know <laughs> that situation in Chicago. He's got, a lot, he's got a lot of development still to go to take care of. <laughs> Dwayne Haskins, rest his soul, ended up playing rest as a backup. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. In the Steelers, but he did he did play for the Commanders, but um mm-hmm. uh, he ended up going to the Steelers and again rest in peace, Dwayne Haskins. Mm-hmm. And who's who's before Dwayne Haskins? Like JT Barrett, I think, and he just doesn't know <laughs> what the hell he's doing now. Yeah. But um, uh, any other notable games that happened yesterday or not yesterday for college Al- football? Al- Alabama looks beatable this year. Oh yeah, Ohio yeah. State is now number two on the AP poll, and Clemson is number four. Should not be Michigan got snuffed up to five. Mm-mm. Thank God, screw Michigan. Yeah, but <laughs> I think Ohio State should be number one. Bias, obviously, mm. but also not bias. I literally think we're the best team in the country right now. <laughs> I think Georgia and Alabama keep barely winning. Alabama should have lost that game. 
Yeah. Alabama should have lost that game to Texas A&M. They should have lost. Every year with Texas A&M than with them. Exactly. They should have lost, but they didn't because the quarterback just was incompetent. I haven't seen the whole schedule of Georgia, but I've isn't like one of their easy like don't they have like the easiest schedule oh, as far, far as like the top <clears throat> ten like teams in the league? Yeah, we play the, to- the t- we played the top five team our first game. So I mean, they, they, yeah, that's a, that's the SEC bias is, is real. It's real. Oh right. I'm just surprised we're we're ahead of Alabama now. I'm surprised they actually put us ahead of Alabama. That's something I never would have saw happening. But um, Georgia's number one, Ohio State's number two, Alabama's three, Clemson is four, even though Clemson is garbage. I don't know why they're top four. They're undefeated. <laughs> That's the only reason why they're top four is because Because it's Clemson. And then Michigan's five now, which is interesting. I think the reason why Alabama isn't number one and you guys are, well, you guys are number one, right? We're number two. Number we're about, two. We're right behind Georgia. Right. You should be ahead of Georgia regardless. But either way, the reason why you guys are ahead of like Alabama, it's because you guys had the rougher schedule. Alabama already blew out one other team. Like, what, what team was it? I can't remember. But I know they already blew out one team, and you guys have already, like you said, you played a number five ranked team like straight off the bat. So it's just like. And we beat them by two touchdowns. We yeah. beat them by a pretty good margin. And it's not like you are, are getting steamrolled and like you're actually doing work against every mm. team that you play. As well, too. So it's not like you're struggling against weak teams. No, you're actually beating like top, like great teams in the, that you have already played from last year as well, too. So it's just, you know, should be, I think you should be ranked number one. I agree for sure. Fair enough. But um, moving on, moving along from college football, what the people are really watching for NFL. Week five just ended yesterday. I know we usually do the podcast on Sundays, so it's kind of weird <laughs> being like, oh, all the games just happened. You're right. Yeah. Um, yeah. You make your so, predictions on the podcast, don't you? Yep. Uh-huh, this this yeah. week I did it on TikTok. Go follow our TikTok if you haven't already. I did it on TikTok <laughs> this week. And um, I, I'm not sure what my record was on TikTok. I might have to – I might. Um, what, what do you do when you retweet a TikTok? Or not like retweet it. Like duet it, I think. Is yeah. Stay tuned or whatever. Yeah, I might duet my TikTok today and see what I got. But um, let's talk about the first game of week five. The game that I was asleep by the first quarter. Maybe even halfway oh through the first quarter. God, Colts, Broncos. <laughs> Not a Battle single of- touchdown <laughs> scored in this game, by the way. <laughs> Shout out to Chase McLaughlin. <laughs> Those punters really are getting their money's worth with their contract. Maybe even may need... To ask for a contract extension because they carried the whole team. The Broncos kicker, that dude is probably going to injure himself by just tearing his leg, by just kicking out how many times he's kicking his leg. That might, he might as well play soccer by the amount that he's kicking. Like, yeah. it's that game was bad. That game was bad. That those, was an awful game. The, those two teams, I could, you can already guess, like, right out of the gate, that it was going to be a San Francisco and Broncos game because oh, yeah. both teams, my Colts included, are the two lowest average score per game in the league. Colts are number 32, Broncos are number 31. You already knew what you were getting into kind of when you already when you went before you go into the game, before you watch from a spectator stance, well, you already knew it was going to be a low scoring game. Mm-hmm. Both teams, by the way, Michael's Michael's defense is ranked top 10 right now overall. Same with the Broncos. Broncos are a top 10 defense as well, too. Both quarterbacks are fucking atrocious. <laughs> Russell Wilson, I have no idea where he, I don't know where 
that the old Russell Wilson was in 2013 with the Legion of Boom. That man's gone. R- Matt Ryan, the he the 2015 NFL MVP, he's gone. But then again, there's a lot of other things that are uh, are accountable for that as far as the Colts. Like there's a lot more going on as far as why we're struggling. But Matt Ryan getting sacked, like I think he's gotten sacked more times than Andrew Luck did. And one of the and, and, and one of the worst years Andrew Luck ever had. I think he has just moved yeah. to Stafford right now. Yeah. Seven, I think more than seven, whatever. He's like, yeah, our offensive line is atrocious. Matt Ryan, um, it's not I'm gonna I'm not gonna blame completely on Matt Ryan as far as why we're not playing as good as what we expected him to play. Just because he's getting sacked and he doesn't really have a whole lot of time to get rid of the ball when he wants to, but then but then there's times that he does have time, and then he just throws up an interception into triple, quadruple coverage. It's just like, okay, where's the consistency here? <laughs> like, either play your best when you have protection, or you play your worst when you don't, and you get sacked, and you have nine forced fumbles on the air, you know? Or not yet, nine fumbles, you know? So it's 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 rough for the Colts right now. And, of course, revives, <laughs> revived gamers, Broncos are – Probably worse in a worse situation because you paid two hundred fifty million, uh, like one hundred sixty, one hundred sixty guaranteed, one hundred sixty million guaranteed to Russell Wilson, and there's there's a lot more going on in the rock locker room than there is in any Colts team right now, and it's just it's it's a, a rough it's a rough year. It's gonna be a long year for the Broncos, but also the Colts as well too. At least you guys have a good coach. <laughs> I don't know about that one. <laughs> Nathan- I mean, yeah, Nathaniel Hackett. I mean, it's his first uh, year, but then again, well, no, he's been a coach before. So, he was never he, oh, he wasn't. Okay, so he's still there. a rookie head coach, and then so I don't know. He, there's a lot of there's a lot more things that the Broncos got to figure out than the Colts do, but Colts still have a lot to figure out too. Right. Um. I, yeah, I just don't know what's up with Russell Wilson. Who, who Nobody knew else. he would come into Broncos, and 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 the Broncos have the most uh, players on IR right now. They are mm-hmm. they are a bandaged up team right now. Yeah. They're barely walking, I would say. Um, also with Matt Ryan, did you guys see Matt Ryan and Matt Stafford have the exact same stats right now? Yeah, I was say, <laughs> uh, yeah. Was that, okay, that I did not know, um, but. That's kind of crazy. I know Matt Stafford has struggled a, a bit too, but his only to be fair, Matt Stafford's only target is Cooper. <laughs> so mm-hmm. with Cooper Cup right now, but with Matt Ryan, he still has a lot of we. Our young receivers are actually pretty decent. Like we're starting to like actually get more. Um, what's the worst, what's the best word? We're getting more touches with other receivers. Uh, Alec Pierce is settling in very well. Jelani Woods as well, too. Like, those are our two top picks that we had, and they're both settling in. Um, they're going to be dogs. I think they're, I think they'll eventually have a, a place to where, um, Jelani Woods is probably going to be our red zone target. Six foot seven, 260 pounds. He runs a four six. That's faster than what Gronkowski ran and taller than Gronk. So, He's mainly used for a blocking tight end, but same, same with Mo Ali Cox. Him, both of those are going to be our red zone threat. Alec Pierce is said, I think he's going to be at some point our deep, our deep threat. And then with, uh, hopefully, with if Paris Campbell can get his swagger, and eventually 
be able to have an identity identity of himself. He's good at separation from what I've seen as well, too. Um, but with uh, Pittman as well, too, Pittman's our number one receiver. Like, he's our, like, playmaker as far as if, we, if there's a play that needs to be made on a third down, he's our guy. Same with uh, Ashton Doolin. Doolin's also a very underrated receiver as well, too, but – um, but as far as the Broncos, I mean, they have some, they have some good receivers as well, too. They have Sutton, um, they have Judy as well, too. And then, uh, who's the, who do they miss as well, too? That was in the, the end zone right there too. The very end. Hamler. Hamler. Mm-hmm. That play is so saddening. Yeah. So saddening. Oh yeah. Especially when you watch it back and then you see <clears throat> his frustration taken out. It's just, hmm. Did you see how, um. Uh, Richard Sherman just got like PTSD at the end of Thursday night. Like, Run the damn ball! <laughs> Run the ball! He Run the so ball! Mad. He was so mad. Learn I've from never... your mistakes. <laughs> I've never seen a soul miss like leave somebody's body like that before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, not a single touchdown scored in that game. All yeah. field goals. Um, people are people are proclaiming this to be one of the worst. NFL football games of all time. Uh, it's the worst one that I've ever watched. It's like from beginning to end. Yeah, it's one of it's one it's up there. It's one of the worst football games of all time. But wait, um, wait, wait. Was a single touchdown scored at all that game? Not a single mm. touchdown. Not a single touchdown. The score is nine to twelve. You'd think maybe. Yeah. Oh yeah, they got a safety and a, a tu- and a touchdown. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> nope. 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 Um, but let's move on from that game a little bit. Yes. And talk about the London game, the Giants versus the Packers. Would you guys call this an upset, or would you say this is the new normal? Upset. That's it. I think it's the both. Giants, the Giants think... are the worst 4-1 team. Come on. I, mm, I don't know, man. Their defense. Have you seen their defense, though? Their defense is above average. I don't think they're, it's top 10. They're the epitome of old-school, flashy football right now. Daniel Jones is the is not a like flashy quarterback. He's not a Patrick Mahomes, but he's a game manager right now. I think that's the role that they're trying to have him play. He had seventy eight percent completion in that game, and despite having zero touchdowns, like they're giving the ball to Saquon, who's a fucking dog this year. He's actually run the ball very well. He's I think is he the top rusher number right one, now in the league? Number one, number, number one, one. Uh, production in fantasy as well. Mm-hmm. So he that team is scary underrated. Um, it's a sneaky one because you never expect the Giants to be a team this year. So I mean, granted, I don't think anyone knows what the Giants are. I don't think the Giants even know what they are. They're just trying to you know win games like what any NFL NFL team should. But the Giants are scary underrated, and they usually come out with sneaky wins just like they did with the Packers. But the Packers. Um, they're still going to be fine. Um, I think with it, with the Packers though, it's just that game. You never expect them to lose. That's a game like you should. That's a circle like Giants win. Okay, moving on. But I think that just shows like when the Colts beat the Chiefs, you never expect that. And then when the Giants beat the Packers, it's, it's the same thing. It's the same outcome. You, and that's why the NFL is so fucking good because every team is good and any team can be any team. I I didn't watch the London game. I was asleep. I was also <laughs> asleep. I, I, heard, I heard that 
AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones were averaging like 4.9 yards a carry and they started yes. throwing the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, their offense struggled in the second half, that's, 100%. That's, the, that's big mismanagement of resources. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they did get it. Yeah, and that's when it comes down to the Giants did outcoach um, Matt LaFleur, 100%. That, that, that's the greatest coaching hire they could have had. Mm-hmm. If you gave him to the Bengals, they would probably be undefeated. We need it! We fucking need <laughs> it! They would, they, would, they would be undefeated. There were some bitch-ass plays we'll get, that made we'll, me so we'll mad yesterday. The, we'll get shit. to Zach Taylor later, but I'm just saying, like, that's a great coach. Mm-hmm. He has that. That whole locker room is right behind him. Yeah, it's not separated. It's not like Matt Rule. We'll get to him. Yeah, yeah. It's but, yeah. Bengals be like, yo, it's third and ten. Let's let's throw it behind the line of scrimmage and see what we can do. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I think that might be the new normal. I think the Giants are a team that everyone was sleeping on, and I think mm-hmm. I think they're, they're not going to win. The, I don't think I don't think they're going to win the division. But they're going to be second yeah. or third. Yeah, I think I think. They may possibly make even make a wild card. It's going to be between them and the Cowboys, mm-hmm. unless like all three divisions slump to where all teams suck and have less than seven or eight wins, and that those two teams get a wild card spot. But it's possible. But either so way, it's looking good. They already got four wins. Four. The yeah. only four thing that makes me say it's not the new normal, the NFC East has like the easiest schedule this year. Mm-hmm. The only thing that's making me go... At least with the Eagles, yes. Yeah, the Eagles have by far the easiest schedule. Dallas is there, too. I think the Giants are there. Like They're all like in the top 10 easiest schedules. Mm-hmm. But uh, moving on from the London game a little bit to the actual normal uh, time games. We got Vikings beat the Bears by a touchdown. Except, uh, the Vikings are now 4-1, and one, and the Bears are now 2-3. Mm-hmm. See, I, did, I didn't. Uh, I didn't watch this game from being completely honest with you, but uh, I, Justin Fields had a decent like first half. They were like, of course, he turns into like prime Michael Vick the first couple quarters, and then he turned into Justin Fields. Mm. That's all I know. I I just feel so bad for Justin Fields because he doesn't have any like he's for. It's not like that. He wants to run the ball. He is basically forced to. Because he mm-hmm. just has no time. He has less than two seconds to be able to scramble out, and he's already getting people on top of him. He has, he just has nothing there in, in Chicago. Yeah. Which is so I, unfortunate for him. This sound like he played bad. He didn't have, he didn't have any interceptions, right? I mean, think, uh, from what, I think he had a touchdown. He had one touchdown. Yeah. Um, and the Bears' but, yeah. run game is incredible, though. Yeah, like, I'll, I'll get to the run game. And one touchdown. And a seventy-one percent completion percentage, so that's not bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, I don't know about the eye test. I didn't watch it, so I watched whatever Red Zone put on. They never, they didn't, they really skipped out on this game. They didn't, they didn't show any of this game up really. All I know, Dalvin Cook is looking like Dalvin Cook again. I know that because of my fantasy score. <laughs> Thank God. That man actually came out and performed. He had two rushing touchdowns yesterday. Two. Mm. That's more than he's had this whole year. <laughs> and with with this game not being in prime time, you knew the Vikings would have a, a really good chance to win because Kirk Cousins, for whatever reason, sucks in prime time. But uh, he did have one interception, but still, I mean, depending on how you look at it, I mean, didn't really 
I'm, when did that interception come? It was it was it the second or first half? I, I'm not sure. I didn't watch the game. This game well, he threw for almost 300 yards. So, and yeah, that's, of that's course, pretty good. yeah. I mean, for like I said, it wasn't prime time, so you know they already had a decent chance to win. So for whatever reason, like I said, Kirk Cousins just struggles in key like actual prime time games. So, mm-hmm. and even against the Bears, like a, it's it, a lot of people forget like how hard it is to win in the NFL as well too. It's like the hardest sport to win in a game because some teams like um, every every player, every team is the best of what they do, right? When it comes down to like how fast each player is, it's like 0.5 seconds slower than the other player. Like with uh, there's just a lot of like statistics and a lot of like us. Uh, Stats that you pop up that you can circle and be like, why did he rush for this long? When it, how come he was targeted only this many times when like he had a perfect, perfect uh, reception rate? When like he was targeted five targets, he caught all five. How come he's not getting more touches mm-hmm. and stuff like that? It's just, uh, but there's just I don't know. There's just so much things that people just don't understand when it comes to like. Why did this team not play to this certain level with Justin Fields? Justin Fields is he's still going through a whole huge production phase as well, too. So like new coach, Joe. New system. Mm-hmm. Well, that's like this. We'll his, this is his second year, isn't it? Too. Yeah. Yeah. We can't so really like, write him off. No, he's not a write-off at all. He played he played considerably well last year. So like there's no point of like giving up on him yet. So but yeah, the Vikings are still the Vikings. They're still a threat to be actually sneaking away with the division this year in the NFC North. They're top right now. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Um, moving on to the Titans Commanders game. <laughs> the Titans won twenty-one to seventeen. Titans are now three and two. Commanders are now one and four. Carson Wentz has something against Scary Terry. I don't know what it is, dude. It's I don't so frustrating as a fantasy manager as well to have Terry McLaurin and watching that game. Like, come on, throw it. Oh, it's a bone downfield to Curtis Samuel. Okay, and and, and Curtis Samuel drops it. Okay, of course. It was Curtis uh, Curtis Samuel. Um, what's the other guy's name? Yo, is it Dotson? Is that is he on the Commanders? Yes, that? yes, Dotson. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, 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 to be fair, um, Johan Dotson's a he's a dog. He's good. He's he's really good. Yeah, so I, I know. This, this comes a week after um, Arama talks shit on him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he gets like two hundred yards. Yeah, but God, Terry needs to get more touches, and I think Wentz needs to look at his direction more. He also, they he also makes, their offensive line sucks. That is true. Yeah, and and Carson Wentz is Carson Wentz. You know. Yeah. The still rather it, I'd still rather have Matt Ryan than Carson Wentz. It's really funny how Matt Ryan is like the only player that's worse than Carson Wentz in every category. You went I'd from still, bad I'd, to like worse, and he was the bottom of the barrel. I'd still rather have Matt Ryan than Carson Wentz. The really? last, the last red zone, like the okay, those four plays, actually three plays, in the last uh, forty seconds of the game in, in regulation. They this is this is prime example as to why the Colts fans had a 
cardiac arrest every time you watch Carson Wentz play. Those three plays, all three of them were damn near intercepted. Two were, in fact, intercepted, but one was out of bounds. Holy, I'm sorry. I'm just looking at the AB. I just saw it too. Is is this breaking news? Hold on, hold on. I'll I'll, I'll tag you. I'll tag you on it, Webby. Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown just made a uh, a tweet. It's um the Cardinals, but not the Cardinals. I just added you in a tweet, and then Webby. What the? Also, just got added in a tweet. I can help help you boost your YouTube. What the hell? Oh my god! I'm not seeing it. Where's that? Oh, there it is. Hold on. Antonio Brown needs to be stopped. What is this? What is he on? (laughs) (laughs) This man, this in the span of a week, this man had public indecency, stroking his dick in a pool. He has. He made a tweet about Brady's divorce, posting Him chat. Him Giselle, yeah. And now he puts that. Starting my own team name. <laughs> Cardinals fans are in shambles right now. I, I, <laughs> Cardinals fans you are know, in shambles. I'm not. Holy shit. I'm bro. not even going to be like, that's funny. <laughs> He's nuts. <laughs> He's, not all, He's not all good upstairs, man. He. I, <laughs> I remember I made a tweet like last year. I'm just like, okay, AB won a Super Bowl. I'm happy for him. I wouldn't be mad if he gets his act together, come back. Now I I can't I can't I can't keep defending him. <laughs> I can't keep defending him. I don't know how you can't defend. Him. No, <laughs> I mean, no. The public needs to see. This is him. what Vontez Burfick does to a man. Yeah, I was gonna say. This is what Vontez Burfick does to people, a man. People are saying AB was like this when he got drafted. No, when he, got his first, when he got his first check. No, he probably was. I think, and then, I think he he's that was. Tim, most likely. When I, he got his first check, there's former Steelers saying that he was always like he was like always like a, a an asshole. I think he was. He, I think this is what happened. I think he always was like that. But when Vontez Burfick scrambled his fucking brain, it activated something to make him actually do outlandish shit. <laughs> Like showing up to the Raiders training camp in a hot air balloon. Who the fuck does that? Who the, who the fuck he, does that? I, I I want Antonio Brown to get a Madden card. So bad. <laughs> that, would be, that would be so funny. I, so I just, bad. Can we make him a golden ticket? <laughs> yeah. If if somebody gets a golden ticket, make it about AV. It's just <laughs> so funny. Jesus. Oh, um. And then moving on to Texans and Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence looked awful. Trevor Lawrence looked awful. That's that game. Not as bad as a Colts game, but like didn't even look at it. Didn't even bat an eye. I'm like, oh, Texans won. All right. I am happy that the Jacksonville Jaguars did lose, though. That's that's pretty much the biggest takeaway from that game. Because uh, Robbie's praying on the Jaguars' downfall because of what they did to him last year. Well, even this year as well too. Even like this year too. I just I don't. No one knows how good the Jaguars are yet as well too. And so like, as soon as I, they I actually know. have like some sort of life, they just Everybody end up being the Jaguars looks, again. 
Everybody mm-hmm. was hyping them up after that Chargers game. Like, oh, maybe the Jaguars are something. And they went back to being the Jaguars. And that's the thing. They still could be. like The Jaguars are just like in the point of mid to below average. To If you can play like you'd play in the Chargers game all year, you can play off team. It's like when they play their best football, they're the best team in the league. But when they play their worst football, they're, they're, they're the absolute worst. And they lose to the absolute worst. Yeah, so it's just, you, there's no consistency as of right now in the, like the first five weeks with them because they blew the Colts out in Jacksonville. And you can say, as Colts fans will always say, that we just have some sort of curse in Jacksonville because we've lost. We haven't won a game in Jacksonville since 2014. Yeah. So for whatever reason, we we just fucking shit the bed wherever we go there. Um, but then they beat the Chargers. And like, okay, maybe this is a fucking team. And then the, so they, they beat one of the – what is supposed to be a top 10 team go to uh were they in tex were they in uh houston or they were jacksonville um i have no idea let me see i believe they were in houston okay and they go to houston regardless that's like they were home home. regardless that was the only team in the league that had no wins and they lose to that team Mm -hmm. which is supposed to be the worst team in the league so it's just like the worst you don't know. We don't. No one knows what the Jag what they are yet. So, and the Texans didn't pl- haven't played bad at all this year as well too. That's another thing that people need to keep in mind. Like they haven't played terrible. Uh, they barely lost to the Broncos, which isn't saying much. But they were competitive against the Colts. Again, not saying much. They beat the they beat the Jaguars. And who else did they play? They played another AFC West team, didn't they? I'm not sure. I can't remember, but they're not playing like terrible football. They're still competitive in the games that they play. They're just not like getting it done. They play. Where are we at? They played the Eagles. The Eagles, well, and I think that game they got absolutely smoked. If I remember right, the they had they were up fourteen nothing in the first half, I believe, and then the Eagles came back. Okay, well then, yeah. See, they're playing all right football. They're just not getting. They're just not executing. And Brandon Cooks is still Brandon Cooks over there, and Davis Mills is not as as bad of the quarterback as people may put him out there to be. Davis Mills, Davis Mills is going to be like a consistent journeyman throughout the league. Yeah, like a Ryan Fitzpatrick, but like I think he's going to be better than that. Better than that, and I hope he does establish himself in Houston, and they might actually get something going. Coming from a Colts fan, either way, but is that I just want some I just want sort I just want some sort of competition that's Jeff that's Jeff! <laughs> <laughs> Soup, you, you need to get Jeff on the podcast. Jeff, I need to get Jeff on the podcast. You need to get Jeff on the podcast one of these days. Yeah, it's a guy from Ohio. Yeah? Yes, it's a guy from Ohio. Uh Webby. <laughs> he makes he makes, he makes a guest appearance every day. <laughs> gotcha. We need, we every, need every, to get every podcast. podcast. My brother podcast. and my dad wants us to be on the podcast, so we need to get we need to make this happen. Yeah. Every um, every episode, my dad randomly walks in and makes an appearance. It's it's like a thing at this point, honestly. It is. But we love Jeff. We love Jeff. Yeah. Like, what a kind. Song. You can see what. Um. And the Seahawks Saints, the Saints won thirty nine to thirty two. Great game. Gino looks amazing. 
Gina does look amazing. Gina looks Agreed. good. Saints are now two and three. Seahawks are also now two and three. Two and three. Yeah, the Gino is an upgrade over Russ, and I never thought. I'd <laughs> yeah, never thought. <laughs> never in the world I thought I would say that. Hear that either. Hear, hear or going from going from Jets Geno Smith to Geno Smith now, I have no clue what he did this off season. No, was, you know, people that wrote him off, he just didn't write back. That's that's all he mm-hmm. did, really. Yeah. He didn't write back. And they're calling that the number one quote in the NFL, like, this year, by the way. Even though, like... I can see... I mean, yeah, I can see why. I ain't right back, though! <laughs> <laughs> my, my... It's, it's the AB. It's the AB tweets, the number one quote. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, good lord. And... Um, I was in shambles because I had the Saints defense starting in fantasy. Oof. So rough. I, I was in shambles yesterday. Um, I think they still put up like one point because they didn't lose. But Is Geno Smith better than Tom Brady? Right At now? this point, it looks like, like it looks this like year, it. I think so. Because whatever were the reason, Saints just have like Tom Brady's number ever since he's with the Bucks. Mm-hmm. So just it's just like – what is Gina doing that Tom Brady isn't doing? You know, it's just, <laughs> they score 39 points against that team, and Tom Brady struggles to score 20. You know, it's just like, damn. I'm hearing there's a lot of reports about Carolina coming out right now. <laughs> and there's yeah. people, people are saying that there's calls going in for McCaffrey, Brian Burns, and DJ Moore. So that it could be interesting in the upcoming weeks to see if one of them gets traded. Yeah, be insane. I, I don't blame any of them for doing that either. If that's the, if that is like sure. true, if that is allegedly true, I don't yeah, blame any of them. There's relatively decent like sources that are coming out saying, especially yeah. for McCaffrey, man, being being stuck in that organization ever since Newton left, he just had to be like he's been on like he was struggling to keep himself healthy. And then when he does play, he's absolutely amazing. But then like his team can't back him up as well either. It's just like, what is he there for? Well, and Baker throws point. a pick every other minute. So I mean, right. Yeah. I mean, DJ Moore, DJ Moore to giants, to chiefs, to the Packers makes sense. Brian Burns to any defensively needy team. Like <laughs> the, the Eagles can really use Brian Burns after the Barnett injury. Yeah. I'll even I don't even know who needs an edge rusher this year. <laughs> um, I guess since we're on the Panthers topic, let's talk about the Panthers game that happened yesterday. The Niners mm-hmm. beat the Panthers thirty seven to fifteen, which I think triggered the Matt Rule firing. And I think a lot of things led up to that as well. I think that Over was the, drill. There's a lot of things that, that led that up to it. The, the top the cherry on top. Mm-hmm. Um two weeks overdue. And Baker, <laughs> Baker is just Baker's the worst QB in the league right Baker's now. Baker's the worst QB in the league, and I never thought that he would be because I honestly thought this was what happened if you just if you just play on the Browns. I thought I thought the Browns just had an overall like arching of if you're a, if you're a quarterback for the Browns, you're going to be terrible. Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay, Baker's not a bad. He's a Heisman winner. He is a he's pretty good in college. He just went to the Browns. It was awful. Maybe if he goes to a different team, maybe the Panthers who needed a quarterback, maybe he will look a lot better and it's a different organization and he'll you know feel a lot better and play a lot better. Mm-hmm. I was absolutely very much wrong. 
Very, very absolutely wrong. Baker Mayfield is just Baker Baker Mayfield now at this point. Yeah, and there's nothing to stop the him. Thing, right, the thing is, um before uh his injury, I think I, I posted a tweet like when uh he was trying to like when teams were like debating and or or he was like in the off season where we weren't unsure where he was gonna go. There was like uh, a rumor that he was gonna try and go to Indy. Because he said that he liked Indy, he, he would say that was one of the, you know, the landing places that he would like to go. And when Colts were talking about picking him up, um, there were some people that were saying, uh, coming out some some stats and statistics about this. Um, and Baker Mayfield, apparently, according to this, he was twenty-two touchdowns uh, to five interceptions, and had a ratio of one hundred and hundred point six pass rating in his sixteen games prior to fracturing his shoulder his shoulder in week six. And then after his injury, he went 11 and 10 uh, touchdowns to picks uh, and had a 72 uh, passer rating. He really, so he wasn't wasn't playing bad ball uh, before his injury. Like he was doing his, he was doing uh, what he did when he beat the, like the year he beat the Steelers in the playoffs. He was still, he was still balling. And then after that injury, he just has not been the same. He's actually gotten worse. Believe it or not, it's just like, um, is it just Baker being bad or is it just something else that's just like not really adding up here that we're not seeing? Can can we just talk about that quarterback class, though? Two out of the top, like, six, like, guys in that draft are good. That, yeah. was, supposed to, that was supposed to be, like, the LOA draft. Where, who do they have? They had uh, Kelly Marino, I think, was in that. Like... Awful. Rosen sucks. Darnold sucks. Baker sucks. Mm-hmm. Allen and Lamar are the only two that actually hit in the first round. Yeah. I think that's crazy. That yeah. Everybody hyped that class up. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Even then, I mean, both those, the two players are debatably like the best in the league at the, what they do. So, yeah. I mean, it's still, I mean, those two players carry that draft class 100%. So, and, even then, you could still take those two and be like, yeah, this was actually a decent draft class <laughs> just because of their accomplishments, their accolades already of what they've done in the first few years that they've been here. Like, I, it's crazy how – I mean, Josh Allen sucked his first year. Everybody was saying he's just like Daniel Jones. Yeah, right. But, and that's and that's the thing. Like, with the same thing with Justin Fields. Like, they saw the transition with Josh Allen. They could be the same with uh, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson. Because Zach Wilson still could be, you know – a really good quarterback too. There's a lot of development uh, they they got to go that both quarterbacks need to go through as well too. So there's still a lot of like uh, potential for uh, those year two quarterbacks still. Yeah. Yep, <clears throat> I agree. Um, moving on to a game that had me on the edge of my seat: Browns Chargers. Chargers mm. barely pull away, thirty to twenty eight, because Cade York. Couldn't hit what was it, like a forty-five yard field goal, fifty-yard field goal, somewhere around that. So fifty, it was a it was a fifty, but still. Cade York That's... couldn't hit a fifty-yard field goal, and it lost them the game. I'm then... happy because, yeah, fuck the Browns, respectively. <laughs> um, that game was it was a back and forth game. I I didn't think this game would be close. Honestly, I thought the mm-hmm. Chargers probably would have pulled away with this a lot sooner than they did. Mm. But um, it's just they're. The Browns' running game is insane. Nick Chubb is just yeah. so good. Best running Nick back Chubb, in the league right now by far. 
Yeah. Nick Chubb is I would, insane. I would say, yeah, I would say he's a better uh, – I think he's a better tailback than uh, Saquon. I think he's pure the best rusher. in the league. As, at a, them, pure, as a pure rusher. Pure rusher, yeah. Nick Chubb, yeah. But he's just – he's insane. The Chargers just also have – Austin Eckler was insane yesterday as mm-hmm. well. He basically single-handedly made Soup beat my fantasy team, which is kind of annoying. <laughs> but um, back. It took three weeks of pain and him sucking. <laughs> I am so happy. Yeah, yeah. What over two hundred yards uh, total offense or something down. like that on the ground in in the air? I believe so. Yeah, he was uh, he was dealing, but uh, I think what ultimately lost that game. What not only just Cade York, but like terrible. Like it could have been the other way when like the Chargers decided to go for it on fourth and two. That was the worst call of the game. Staley almost cost them the game. Yeah, Drew Staley almost costed them. And you could have just kicked. Uh, I think they were in field goal range too, weren't they? They, I don't know. Either way, even in even if you weren't in field goal range, you could just literally punt it and pin them in the inside the twenty. And but yet you decided to go for it on fourth and two with like a bunch of time left. And granted, yeah, it's it's Brissett, granted, but still, like you don't give it up to any team in the league at all with that amount of time left for them to be able to march down because any, any team could do that. Right. So it could have gone the other way with the chargers with Drew Staley costing them the game as well too. And so, yeah. But yeah. Katie York's got to make those field goals though. But I mean, he's, he's, that's like what he missed too that game. So like, you know, he's a rookie. Let him have, I mean, he's got, he's paid to make those and, but it's gonna happen, so just moving on to the next game. That's how you gotta. That's pretty much how he has to look at it. You don't. You're not. The Browns aren't even like the full like potential Browns. Yeah. You don't. You don't have Watson back. It's not like if Brissett oh. like like if Brissett <laughs> keeps playing like he's playing, and just like winning half of these games that Sean's out. They're mm-hmm. still a playoff team. Yeah. Well, sure. even then, we don't know if the Sean's gonna be good too. That's another thing. It could I, still be. It could be another Russell off, Wilson. Basing off of his last season with Houston, he the year before the allegations came out, he was poised for an MVP year. Yeah, he really was. And even though that team went four and twelve. Yeah, I think he was third in like all time in like yards. In passing yards. It was he had like thirty three touchdowns or thirty three or thirty four touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, like eleven interceptions. Like yeah, I mean, years. granted, he was playing good ball. But he's been out of the league for two years as well, too. So that's another thing you got to like think of. Like he yeah. could be atrocious coming back, and it, it's could it could be another rebuilding year for him. But then again, he could ball out. I hope he does, for the sake of everyone in Cleveland as well, too. But either way, we don't know if he's going to be good or not going forward. No, and I, I mean, I hope he hope he sucks. <laughs> for Cleveland fans are. I know we defended Ben, but mm. at, but at least with that, it was just like okay. It that wasn't like, I guess you could say it wasn't proven, but like kinda you just like infer. But Watson, mm. if you have that many, you're just like no. There's you're it's like, got to be a trend. There's, you're, there's you're, a trend here. And, and, <laughs> and the fact that he they all went to the same route of them basically just getting paid off and signing NDAs. It's you don't do that if you're innocent. That, that's yeah. just a fact. You, you don't do that if you're innocent. But um, unless unless it's yeah. like something that he was actually it's, innocent, but they just wanted to carry it out like longer and longer because 
legal anything when you're doing dealing with anything legal issues it could be just it could be severely drowned out like it can take years sometimes his, his depending age, on that. His age and so we just told him to pay it to pay them off just to yeah. be like just let it in now and you're then focus look, on your gonna, ball look, like you'll be you're gonna make the money back you're gonna at least i'm probably gonna have a year suspension anyway so just pay them off put it in the past and move on yeah, that could, I mean, that could be that situation, too. But then again, it could be the other way around where he was actually guilty and he was like, oh, here, just take the money and just shut the fuck up. No matter no matter what, if, if he was innocent, like mm-hmm. it, it, he had he would have got suspended no matter what. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just because the number of everything. Mm-hmm. And Browns fans are the worst. Browns <laughs> fans are the worst. There's, there's, there's Ravens fans and then the Browns fans are kind of near with Ravens fans. But Browns fans are the worst, and I know that because I lived in Central Ohio. I lived in Northern Central Ohio, so closer to Cleveland. So all my high school is riddled of, of Browns fans, and there's maybe one or two or three Bengals fans, which was me and a couple other kids. I was surrounded by Browns fans. I was mm-hmm. sur- when they drafted Baker, and then they also got Odell. Was the worst. God, I uh. I. Could we're going not. to the Super Bowl. We have a super team. We're the best team in the league. We're going to the Super Bowl. You guys can't. Shut up, dude. It was the worst. It sucked. Didn't you have, like, converted Bengals, quote-unquote Bengals fans, to Browns fans after the fact, too? Yeah. I'm oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of Browns fans are Bengals fans now because of the Super Bowl, which is annoying. <laughs> yeah. Plus, there's pictures of Browns fans. Their tailgates are just so out of pocket. The <laughs> Did you see? They're selling shirts. Happy endings are illegal. <laughs> Yeah, they say happy endings aren't illegal. They had one where they had a mannequin with a boner with a towel over it. It's just said Jesus happy Christ. endings aren't illegal under it. They're gross. Picture of Deshaun's face with OG Mudbone on it. Like, <laughs> hey, like, you know the Browns may Brown. Yeah, the tailgate party said the Browns may be terrible, but the the Dolphins those are, those are explosive, man. I mean, the Dolphins, I feel like are terrible. I think they're just fun. They're, they're <laughs> funny. Uh, are you talking about the car that exploded? Yeah, like in week yeah. one. Yeah. Like, no, not just one car. Like, I think five vehicles. Set, were one, car, one car, one car, another girl on, one car exploded and that ignited the cars in the area. Yeah. It's insane. But um, let's move on to my game, that, the game that broke my heart. This mm-hmm. game broke my heart. Not, not the Bengals game. We'll get to that later. Prime, prime but, time Sunday night. That well, we'll move on to that game. That game broke my heart as well. Not as much as this okay. game did, though. Okay. The Lions got shut out by the Patriots, twenty-nine yeah. to zero. The only reason why this game broke my heart is because I started Jared Goff on my fantasy oh. team, thinking that oh, they're the highest scoring offense in the league. I think mm-hmm. Jared Goff playing the Patriots. I think he's going to do amazing. Yeah, I was dude. very wrong. Nice. I could have saw that coming. <laughs> he scored five points in fantasy. Oof, man. I still won that. I still won that league, though. That goes to show how good my team is in that league. Still won that league. By the way, Soulbound, I beat the person I gave Stefan Diggs to. Beat him this week. So how? I don't know. I beat him. Travis Etienne went off. So I don't know how, but I beat him this week, and that's all that matters to me. But um, <laughs> yeah, Lions got shut out twenty nine zero, and very unfortunate. Mm. Very sad. I, I expected a lot more from the Lions. I'm not going to uh, lie. Yeah. Going against Belichick is just recipe for disaster. Right. I could have I could have saw that. It's just like rookies going against Belichick. You're that's that sentence. Mm-hmm. And they didn't have the receivers either. 
I just feel bad just for just Detroit fans and just the Lions like franchise in general, man. Like, I think they're numb to the pain. They're they're just yeah. like how we were like a couple of years ago. I think they're just numbed to the pain at this point. It's just like why are they losing? You know, their defense is just retro. no. Just I, I'm talking. I'm talking from like the. I'm talking from like just years and years and years of just losing. Management, especially when like you think when they get the stuff going, like they're the highest scoring team in the league. You know their defense is atrocious, but like I like how we're talking offenses. about the Lions, like like someone just died. <laughs> <laughs> I like how we're dead. We're like our, dances to franchise. Our voices are like so so low. We're like they've been dancing their franchise originated. You know, it's just like what makes them suck. Especially when they get things going, you think they're okay. The Lions are going to go on a run. They're actually going to fix their shit, and then all of a sudden they get fucking shot out by the. I mean, granted, it's Bill Belichick and the Patriots, but they're down to their third string quarterback as well too. On top of that, it's just like Bailey Zappi. Right. I don't. I just feel bad. I really do. That that franchise is like doomed. It's not, it's not, it's, it, we felt bad for Browns fans. We're like, okay, you guys can win. Then they, they got ignorant. Then they got ignorant. No, no, no. We felt bad when, when they sucked and sucked and sucked. Yeah. Then they got ignorant. Detroit, I haven't had this experience where they're like, oh, we're the number one offense in the league. Let's go. We're awesome. No, no matter what. They're just, they don't exist. Detroit fans don't exist. <laughs> I will say Jared Goff, that game got a roughing the passer call. That was very, very bad. A very bad call. As bad as the and, and and we'll talk about the Buccaneers Falcons, which yeah, that yeah, that call ruined the game for them. By the way, the that call screwed them out of the game. Brady just got sacked and they threw the flag. Yeah, and that was awful. And I know I know B Rad just said in the con- he just said, um, "How about that Falcons game? Atlanta got screwed." Yeah, yeah, we'll, but, we'll um, get to that. We'll get to that, but um, yeah, Jared Goff. They, I mean, they and on paper the Lions are. They have, they're not awful. Like they just drafted Aiden Hutchinson. They needed a a, a, um, a D lineman, which Aiden mm-hmm. Hutchinson was good. I know because we us Bengals or not Bengals us Buckeye fans witnessed that first fucking hand. I don't want to talk about that, mm-hmm. but um, he's he's good. Aiden Hutchinson's good, and you think yeah. that would help their defense out a little bit? But he, Aiden Hutchinson hasn't really done much. Hasn't done much. And and Amon Ross St. Brown is a he's a dog. He is so good. Jared Goff played amazing the first few games, and then this game just you fell off the fucking ladder. I just don't know what happened. Uh, I mean, like, I just, there's no really like any explanation, really, to be quite honest. I just the toy just fucking stinks, man. <laughs> I just I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, let's move on to I'll, the next game. Yeah. The um. Uh, Soup, we could talk a little bit about this game. Uh, Bills, Steelers. Bills blew okay. out the Steelers 38-3. Got me in a lot of points on fantasy, though, with their defense. <laughs> Love that. But um, I still got I still lost to Soup, but it doesn't matter. But um, Bills 38-3. Gabe Davis had yes. the longest reception touchdown uh, this mm-hmm. game with a 98-yard touchdown. Mm-hmm. Gabe Davis had another touchdown. That almost got stolen away by Fitzpatrick, though. That almost got ripped Keep out by mind. Fitzpatrick. But yeah. Gabe Davis, as the announcer put it, I'm bigger and stronger than you! Is literally what the announcer said that Gabe Davis said at that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and Josh Allen was just... 
insane. What, what are those you gonna, still, What are you going to do about it? It's and, and those are still bad. Bills. And I feel bad for the Steelers because they're down a lot of their defensive people and mm-hmm. and you know they put in a rookie to play that. This is his first. It was Kenny Pickett's first your, full first game. Start, your first start against his the, first full game. They put him against the, the Bills. And it's, you just you just can't help it. Like as much as I hate the Steelers, you just can't help but feel for them because that they just mm. were put in a terrible situation, awful situation there. Yeah, I'm gonna go and turn my lights mean, on because it's getting a little dark in my room yeah. right now. I just noticed that. And me, me, and Soup were talking about this right before uh, you guys went live. But like, I think Kenny Pickett did need this start, me personally, because I think he needs to see the best of the best when it comes to what teams are going to be like the greatest. Going up against a great team like that, you'll you'll deal with the best uh, adversity that you're going to ever go through. Yeah. And I think that's yeah. important for every any skill position player really to see. Because if you're going up against the best, you know, if you want to be the best, if you want to be like the best team, you want to go on a run, you have to play against the best, in my opinion. And so, mm-hmm. granted, it's Kenny Pickett. It, it's, it, it is his first year, but I think it's a it's good that he is seeing a defense like that uh, to that caliber because it does kind of help him, you know, what is it, evolve into, you know, his best quarterback play at some point because he's going to see that and he's – it's just going to be a wake-up call for him. Like, this is, okay, this is the best of the best. Okay, what can I do going forward to improve on this? Yeah. What could I have done differently on this play? What are they – what is that defense doing? What formation are they Are they coming at? So, like, I know what to do whenever that formation that I see it. This is so – I think it was good for Kenny Pickett to see that. Now, granted, it's not always – it was ugly. But, hey, and hey, man – Payne Manning, his yeah, Payne Manning, his rookie year had the most interceptions of any rookie quarterback, but also had the most. And so it's just, it's a learning phase, man. It's his rookie yeah. year. Yeah, and I, I think it's yeah. Well, you said it's a big learning experience. Like pick it through. He threw a really bad pick that game too. Yes, yeah, yeah. He threw a really bad, and I think that's something that he'll see. He'll, he'll watch um, clips of that, and he'll watch film. Get show film. He'll watch <laughs> film, and he'll say that was an awful pick. Mm-hmm. Learn from that and rebuild it again. Like what Soup said, it's the number one defense in the league. Yes, it's they're they're shut out. They're great defense. I'm surprised Steelers even scored three. Like it's <laughs> it's scary how the Bills are right now. It's yes, scary. And then those, you know, are, those are still the Bills, man. And moving on to the next game, the only team that beat the Bills, the Dolphins, got absolutely destroyed. on the new the new concussion rules made Teddy Bridgewater stay out, which is great. By the way, yeah, which is yes, really good. I agree. Very much agree with that. There's, there's a report that, that I no, there was a report that I heard that he passed every concussion thing. It doesn't matter. Mm, well, so okay. did so did um what's it? So did Tua, and they put him back in. I think I, I like that rule. I really like that rule now because if mm. someone has a concussion, they and they pass all the tests, they still might have a concussion, oh, and yeah. their tests are yeah. just awful. The By the way, do... and plus it's the Dolphins training staff. It's yeah. I'm glad that rule is in there because if someone if they do suffer um, second concussion syndrome, which I think Tua suffered after that yeah. second hit during the Bengals game, that is as could be fatal. Morbid as it could say, it could kill someone. That is yeah. it's fatal. And I, so, and I do want to I do want to touch on this as well too because we didn't I didn't uh, mention this because it was just atrocious that throughout the whole game. But like literally the first drive of the Colts game, um, uh, Hines. Yeah. Literally the same situation of what what looked like what happened to Tua, mm-hmm. you know, um, he was pulled off the sidelines and uh, it was automatic concussion. Like, but 
Frank Reich, thank God he did he did this. He was talking. Oh, he was talking with Hines like in like the second quarter. Hines is like on the sideline right next to him. He's like, "Coach, I'm ready to go back in." He's like, "Frank, no, you're not. No, mm-hmm. we haven't tested you yet. We're you. You're off the sideline. I don't care what you say to me. You're done. We're not. We're not. We're not going through another two situation. I, 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 I love your passion. I love what you're going. I know you want us to win as much as you want, but like, dude, go. Like, yeah, you come first. Your health comes first, and I, I love that. I like that. I like that call from Frank. And I think uh, going forward, I, I do like the the precautions that are taken when it comes to like the whole concussion protocol. Now, I think it's gonna. I think it's more of like instead of passing a test, it's gonna be a stumble rule. Yeah, I think it should be. It, I think it's gonna be T. Higgins played a week after his concussion. Yeah, but he didn't. When he was down, he didn't stumble. I think mm-hmm. that's kind of. I think that's kind of the direction they were going. I don't. I didn't watch what happened to Teddy. I just know he got hit bad. I don't know if he yeah. stumbled or not when he was getting up, but I think I think yeah. that's kind of what it is. Because he suffered two or three concussions in the first three weeks. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know. I mean that's why I'm iffy on the rule. I think if something like Hines happens or Tua happens, out. Yeah. If they if they Higgins if played all today too or yesterday he yeah. didn't play it yesterday, which is good. Why was it was it his ankle? It was his ankle, but I think he also has overlying things in his head that he just needs a break from. Is and I'm, I'm yeah. very glad. Yeah. Very glad that he took a rest, took, took what he needed. Mm-hmm. But um, <clears throat> and then moving on to um the Bucks Falcons game, the Falcons had it in the bag, man. They had it in the bag. They sacked him on a very, very important was third and five, I think. They sacked mm-hmm. Tom Brady, third and five, one minute left in the fourth quarter. They could have gotten the ball back. They could have gotten a drive, but they they. The refs called a flag when they sacked Tom Brady. It wasn't a dirty hit. It mm-hmm. wasn't any any sort. It did. It was no sort of dirty in that in that hit. All they did, they came. He wrapped him up, pulled him to the ground. Mm-hmm. That was a roughing the passer. That was roughing I think, the passer. I think there's a lot of integrity that's being questioned right now by the NFL uh, officials at that point in time. And, Just the NFL in general at that point. And now like, when that happened, that flag, people are saying. Are they like doing this on purpose so that Tom Brady gets back in the Super Bowl and wins another ring before he leaves? Well, are the script are the script writers scripting right now? Is that what's happening? Because that I'm, was the wor- if that was supposed to be a roughing the passer, that was the worst. I was I will go to say that was probably the worst roughing the passer call I've ever seen. I, it's one I, of the worst penalties I've ever seen. Remember, no, probably I, the worst I, penalty I think, I've ever seen thrown. I remember seeing something on Twitter. I don't know if it was true, but I think they were going to call intentional grounding or something like that. Hmm. And then they actually they called it on Jarrett. I think they I think that was supposed to be the call. Uh, you know, you know they what happened? You know, Jarrett. you know what the reason why they got in that he got flagged? I think is because he didn't he didn't tackle Tom Brady the way uh the announcers on a uh on a show, you know, sacked uh Kevin Hart when the, you know when remember that uh remember that there's a skit going around when that was ha- when after mm-hmm. that play happened. There's a there's a skit going around. You guys remember where Kevin Hart was telling like the guys like to properly how to like tackle him as a quarterback. He goes, "All right, now let me down, let me down, let me down." Okay, now read me, read me a bedtime story. Yeah, yep, read me a bedtime that. story. I'm cold, I'm cold. You got to cover around with a blanket. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I remember that. that. That's the reason why. That's the only thing we can come up with. We uh, we have, a, we have a flagged. pretty interesting comment that just came through on the podcast. The chosen rose. Or it might be Rosé or Chosen Rose. 
said that he just did a trade in his fantasy league, and he kind mm-hmm. of regrets it. He said he Ooh. traded Josh Jacobs and Zach Ertz for oh. Travis Kelsey. He has okay. Eckler, Chubb, and Pierce. Was this a good move? He traded Zach Ertz and who? He Jacobs. traded Josh Jacobs and Zach Ertz for Travis Kelsey. I think that's a good move. That's I think not it's, bad. I don't I think it's an awful Zach move. Ertz, I don't think, yeah, I don't think it's awful. Isn't Zach Ertz like top five in fantasy though for time? Yeah, but like he's hurt right yeah, now. Yeah, but then but then he's also oh, getting he Travis Kelsey. Which no, is I know. One. I know. Which, yeah. <laughs> he's one of one. Eckler, Pierce, and Chubb. And Chubb. Oh I don't know God. how the hell you got all three of those in a fantasy. He'll but. be he'll be fine. He should be fine. He'll be fine. I mean yeah. I think yeah, that's a good. Be- tra- I, I honestly think that's a good trade because you're trading away a tight end and a decently good running back for Travis Kelsey, which is yeah. like number one, number tight one end in the as their number one. No, not just the tight end. The number and you one have, like, uh, receiver on that team, and you yeah. have two top three running backs, which is Eckler and Chubb, and, yeah, and Pierce is even really good too. Rookie, upcoming rookie. I mean, that's not a bad trade. I don't think. Yeah, I don't know how the yeah, hell you got Eckler, Chubb, and Pierce in a fantasy league. Uh, let me know what fantasy and league Jacobs, <laughs> and, and Jacobs at that at that, but. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I think that's because you said Ertz was hurt. I didn't know he got hurt in the last game. I guess so. <laughs> Revive said you fleeced that guy and the rest of the league. My God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did, I, honestly. Um, let's move on to – let me this. Um, Eagles, Cardinals. Great game. Great, Great game. game. I agree. It was a really good game. Mm-hmm. I wish the Cardinals won because I wanted the Eagles to finally get humbled. But the Eagles are just explosive. Like, there's nothing we can say. No, yeah. that their their offense is just so fun. Their offense is yeah. great. They just have they have the easiest schedule. They yeah. have one of the easiest schedules in the leagues. I yeah. I'm gonna knock them. How when the Steelers started eight and zero, we weren't that good of a team. Uh, I I say this every year too. I think. And especially with the Steelers, I think this is a trend. This is a trend I've kind of started to notice. The Steelers went 8-0, and they were um, first-round exits. The Cardinals yep. last year, would they go 7-0 and lost? 7-0, yeah. And then that's when and they lost. I think that's when they lost D-Hop as well, too. Yeah, they, yeah. they were first-round exits. Eagles. Eagles, as much as I love you, it's a trend. You're going to hmm. go. You're probably going to lose to the Cowboys and on your – and you're not going to be undefeated anymore, but you're you're going to go to the you're going to go to the the uh, playoffs probably for wild card, maybe even NFC NFC champions. I'm not sure mm-hmm. because based of how they're playing, but um, you're going to go to the playoffs 100 percent at this point. I feel like there's that's a no doubt for me. I think the Eagles are going to the playoffs. Yeah, but I, I think lose out, but yeah, <laughs> I think the Eagles, based on the trend, are going to be first round exits. Uh, it depends on who. The, it just really all depends on who they play. You know what it comes down to it, and how well they're and how well you also got to keep in like mind and like how well they're playing in the second half of the of this other schedule as well too. Because like let's just say, like if they're completely still beating those teams, like granted they have an easy schedule, but if they're still beating them, right? I mean, they're still. I don't think they'll be first round exits if like if let's just say they end up like let's just say fourteen and three, right? I don't think they're gonna be first round exits. Now, if they go like eleven and like eleven and seven, that's cost. We're no eleven and six. I mean, or was it eleven and six? Yeah, 17? yeah, eleven and six. That's because of for concern. Like, are they? That's because that's right there. That reads first round exit to me. Because especially if they, you know, like 
let's just say they lose like four of their last five. That's causes for concern right there. Yeah. That's kind of what happened to the Cardinals. They lost, like, I'm pretty sure five of their last eight going into the playoffs. So that it's just that's stuff stuff like that you got to keep in mind going forward. But if, like if there's if they continue to win despite having an easy schedule and they end up like 14 and 3 or even 13 and 4, I think they'll be fine. You know what's Personally. hilarious about the Cardinals losing the amount they did? When they started losing games, it was when Call of Duty Vanguard came out. <laughs> I, I hate that argument. The man. fact that that's actually ironic, though. Uh, he's zero nine, or no? He's not li- literally, literally, when Vanguard came out, they started losing. And that's not even an exact. It's literally what happened. Well, it's also when DeAndre Hopkins also got hurt as well, too, mm. and JJ Watt. Like well, JJ got hurt earlier than D Hop, but even then, yeah, JJ coming back in the playoffs was even nuts for him. Yeah. Right. Um, he have coming back soon though. Might yep. be big for that. Yeah, as long as I'm, as long as JJ Watt's heart is still beating, he'll play football. Right. Did you guys see that? Yes, that was about him having his heart, like having an irregular heartbeat, and he was dead he on like played. a table. One, and he, yeah, he went <laughs> the the day like two. It's like on a Thursday that happened. Like three days after, he was playing football. It's like small heart beating, playing football. Yeah. That's well, what are we talking about here? Like what's like, it's not that big of a deal. My heart just stopped. My heart had a regular heartbeat. Like, I don't know what we're talking about here. Like, I'm I'm here. I'm breathing. I'm playing football. Yeah, that was nuts. Fucking love that, dude. Um, Cowboys, Rams. Cowboys showed up to... Um, they, they played at, at, at SoFi, I believe. Mm-hmm. And they showed up and beat the Rams 22-10. to 10. This, causes, this causes for a conversation... This is the biggest conversation piece of this game. Is do you start Cooper Rush going forward? Yeah, Dak is back next week. Dak is going to be back uh, next week. Do you start Cooper Rush because he's playing well? Cooper Rush, he's playing really well. You, you don't fuck with the hot hand. You but you you play Rush until he folds. I think because Dak, I I still think they're going to play Dak next week. I you think really because they, they were waiting for them, like, oh, our, our oh, star quarterback's back. We're playing Dak. And I think Dak is going to lose them the game next week. And then they're going to be like, all right, fuck you. We're starting Rush. Cooper I, like, Rush, what, dude. Just like, <laughs> what Webby, just like what Webby said, until Rush does something where it's going to lose them, mm-hmm. I'd ride out with Rush because Dak can still be injured from his from his thumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Very key. He's, that's a very key injury for a quarterback. He's, he's clear to play, but we saw how Russ did after his thumb surgery mm-hmm. last year. He sucked. Yep. Right. Still does. I and I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 And still, that thumb could still be lingering from I, from last year. We don't know. The way that Rush is playing, he's not losing them any games until until like he shows something where, oh my god, this guy's awful. Mm-hmm. There's no reason. He's not five to start and zero as a starter. No reason not to start him. Insane. But, and I, I, hate, and but, I, also, but I also hate Cowboys fans, and I hope they start Dak Prescott just to you know have that thrown into them. I, I think they're going to start Dak because they're, they're waiting for Dak to come back. I think they're going to start Dak. I think Dak's going to play awful, and then, then Cooper's probably going to come in at halftime. The thing is, for the best outcome for the Cowboys, the way I see it, is that you keep starting Cooper Rush. The worst case, I think the with the. Well, I worst, agree. I agree, hundred percent. I think I think they should start Cooper. I think they should definitely start Cooper Rush, but I don't think they're yeah. going to. And but yeah, I mean, I do. I I agree with you that they are going to start Dak, which I. 
that's a terrible move. I really do. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to feel bad for them if they start losing I, him. I really don't. I, I really I, would not. I don't blame them for wanting to start Dak. I know people are like, Rush isn't that good. No, he's not. Mm. He's nothing flashy. But your team is rallied behind him for right now. Yeah. Especially after a thumb injury on your throwing hand, I just don't see the rush of putting Dak back. Mm. Right. Especially Jerry. Jerry's even gone on record being like, we don't know who's starting. <laughs> like the, Jerry's Jerry's that much of a stubborn son of a bitch. Yeah. Now, on to the Rams side of things. Are the Rams fucking dead? Yeah. They're screwed. What the fuck's going on? Like the NFC West turned in from a juggernaut to the absolute worst of the worst this year. They completely redid their O line, and I think that O-line. screwed them over. Whitworth, Whitworth being Whitworth was Whitworth their be, best, yeah. was their best player. And now that he's gone, they're done for. Honestly, losing OBJ and losing Robert Woods was a big blow. Talking from the offseason, we would never be talking about uh, the Von Seahawks. Miller, we would never be talking about the Seahawks being the number, like the number one team in the NFC West. Yeah, who in what world? <laughs> No one, no one. They traded their best quarterback that led him to a Super Bowl in the Legion of Boom and to a $250 million contract in Denver. And everyone, everyone thought they were dead. They traded Drew Locke. Everyone thought Drew Locke was going to be the guy. And then they're like, Geno Smith. Oh, fuck. Geno Smith is going to be their third string. Being a starter. And now he's wheeling and dealing. And he's the best quarterback in like the West and in, in the whole entire West right now. Yeah. Besides Patrick Mahomes, of course. But even then, Geno Smith. No one expect. No one saw this coming ever. If you did, you're a fucking liar, man. Like, I it's just, it's just. I, I thought Drew Lock was gonna start. I yeah, I thought Drew Lock was gonna start. Especially when they traded him for a good amount of money as well, too. On top of that, yeah. I um. It sucks for Matthew Stafford because I'm I, I'm a I'm a fan of Stafford. We almost had him in Indy like last year. Yeah, you were really close. We were close, but oh well. Um, I, I, I do like Matthew Stafford, um, but I do hate uh, Aaron Donald. Yeah, so I have a lot of that's... respect for Matt Stafford. I have a lot yeah. of respect for Cooper Cup. I have a lot of respect for uh, for even Odell, uh, even Odell. For Odell, I, can... I have I do not like Aaron Donald. Mm-hmm. I do not like him one bit. I don't I don't like him at all. Nope. Not because he lost us the Super Bowl. Yeah, but because he's just a big angry meat. Head, well, I mean, I liked his story going into Super Bowl. Like, yeah, he got his ring finally. Okay, good. But like before then, I don't think people paid attention to his bro, past. He should have than... just retired, bro. He should have retired. Mm. I don't know why he didn't. Well, know. the thing is, he's he's still a great. And like, take away what his attitude is and shit. His, well, he's, yeah, he's, really he's good. the best. He's he, probably he's the top five like defensive he's the, player. He's the best defensive player in the league. He should have understood Von though, at the point. Sorry, Von Miller. I don't know I why Von he. I don't know why. I think he probably came back because after a Super Bowl win, he thinks he might be able to come and win another one. That's the only. That's the only reason why I, I think, think he so. would come back. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason I can see why I mean, he would come back. I saw for and, money and for a Super Bowl, but yeah, I'm, I'm surprised. Like, there's no one on that team. The Rams are just like a, a shallow, hollowed out team now, without mm-hmm. Von Miller, they, without they got Edward. what they paid. They got what they they got what they wanted. They they sold house for that team. It's not like they drafted that team where they can keep everybody around. Right. Yeah. They 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 did a rental a rental team basically. They traded for people that they thought were going to help them win the Super Bowl, and they did. Mm-hmm. They're not going right. to be good this year. 
the year after that, once they get their once they get assets back, when they get the first round picks back, they'll be back. A couple years. Yeah, and as I was, I was thinking about this as well too, when I said Von Miller is the best defensive player, because the reason the, my main argument is going to be like Von Miller went to the Rams last year. They won a Super Bowl. Now they're he's at the Bills. Bills are projected to win the Super Bowl now and has the best defense by far. Like I don't think there's anyone close to the Bills defense right now. Mm-hmm. And that's and Von Miller is like one of the main talking points as to why that defense is so well rounded as well too. But even then, I think a lot of people forget that that defense was number one last year as well, too. So it's hard to say that if Von Miller is the best because he already went into a very winning, established team already as it was. So was he that big of an impact? And because big impact. Well, it's yeah. I mean, but when you're talking about like when, um, as far as better players versus him and and Aaron Donald. And the position that Aaron Donald plays and doing the production of an edge rusher and mm-hmm. a D tackle, that's unheard of. Yeah. That's and why. You're, Aaron, you're Donald, right. Aaron Donald's accolades hold up more than Vaughn's two rings. Three times three three player of the year is compared to what? Does Vaughn have one? He should. And then uh, yeah, un, undisputedly, Aaron Donald is the best player in the league right now. I think I think Von Miller, if Von Miller gets a ring this year, I think he is 100%. I think the better player, but well, I, I don't know. Like that's never been done before, has it? Like any player going to three different teams going to Super Bowl. Uh, I don't think it has. In the NFL, I don't think it's ever been done. I don't know. I, me personally, I think Von Miller's still the best. I think that's all. I think if Von Miller goes in Buffalo. And Buffalo wins this wins the Super Bowl this year. I think it's a good argument. Mm. I, think argument. I, think, yeah. I think it's a great argument. Aaron I Donald can... right now undisputedly is probably one of the best players in the league of like by far. He has yeah. been, and he has been since 2017, 2016. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I just hate him. I just don't like him. Like I don't I don't respect any player that uses Two helmets. Two helmets is nunchucks, especially against my own team. So, the only reason why that the only reason why that's not like a huge talking point is because it happened at practice and not on primetime television and on pre and in a preseason game. Yeah, so, no well, one cares. I, obviously, the fact that they held a joint practice between the Super Bowl loser and the Super Bowl winner was the stupidest. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. the thing they've done. Because no matter what, like it's there's going to be scraps no matter what, no matter what team it is. But the fact that you put the Super Bowl champs and the Super Bowl losers, yeah, that's going to cause her any sort of commotion. You're going to put Ramsey and you put T. Higgins and Jamar Chase back on Ramsey like a couple weeks after they Eli lost Apple and Eli Apple. Yeah, like what are you yeah. thinking? And it's the fact that it was literally less than like like five months since it happened. Oh my yeah. god! Like it's a different. It's different if like. I don't know, like the Seahawks and the Patriots did like a did like a joint practice. Now. Yeah, they did it directly after that. Like, there's still mm-hmm. so much. So, like, I know, like being a Bengal fan, I'm already written through emotions. I couldn't imagine being a player. I no. couldn't imagine going through that emotions being an actual player. I'd be, I'd be riled up. I'd be wanting to beat the. Fuck yeah, out the, of them, dude. Even if it was like a like a, like a non-contact practice, you, somebody just had to be taken off. When yeah. that that showed, Aaron Donald whipped out the two helmets. It's like fuck you guys. Yeah. No, he went like he didn't like. He was waving that shit like he was trying to actually legitimately hurt someone, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't blame the scrap happening at all. It, it was, it was inevitable. 
that with that. Mm -hmm. Whoever whoever signed that joint practice, stupidest person in the world. Yeah, but regardless, shouldn't Aaron Donald should have still not done that shit. At all. No, There's no, no reason for him to no, like no, go and fits the cups with two helmets in his I, hands. I, and the just... fact that he had no repercussions from that too is kind of yeah. Like, that's what pissed me off about that. Not a fine. Could have been fine. Like Miles not Garrett a fine, was not a suspension. He just yeah. Let him and Miles free. Garrett was supposed to be like he was what suspended for a whole year. I'm pretty sure. The thing about Miles Garrett though is he whipped a uh, he whipped yeah I mean, it was so bad he had the yeah. helmet off he, right. the, was, he, he wasn't hitting he wasn't hitting them with people like bare face like, right he could have like, killed him he could have killed that, that could have right. killed you're exactly him. right but then again that, Aaron Donald still had two helmets that he was yeah, waving I, at full force and he I, served no repercussions Miles Garrett yeah. deserved to have that have whatever uh, suspension that he got mm -hmm. but the fact that there was nothing. For Aaron Donald as well too. That's just that's again the there's he should have the been. integrity of the league is questioned once more. He shouldn't he have says, been suspended. I don't think, I think he, he should have been fine. He should have been fined. I don't. Yeah, not. I don't think he should have been fine. He should have had at least a five against instance. If there was no if there was no contact made with <sighs> another player, that, man, I don't know. Threatening. I mean, there's a difference between threatening just going like. No, he was swinging full. No, he was I swinging harder see, than Miles did Garrett. You see did, the, you see the, did you see the picture of the flex of the helmet hitting someone else, someone else's head? Yeah, yeah. That yeah. is dangerous. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I think it's just because they had another helmet on. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's the only reason why it wasn't suspended. It just like I mean, it looked really. It looked almost worse than what Miles Garrett did, but that's because of him. Well, the force was, that he was, it was Aaron waiting. Donald. Well, he was the yeah, big motherfucker. Big motherfucker. Yeah. Just uh, like I the think force that he was waving those helmets, like swinging those helmets, it looked really bad. The difference between that and what Miles what Miles Garrett did is because he actually hit, time, he hit him in the time, head as and well. And he too. ripped it, he ripped his helmet off, um, mm -hmm. and then persuaded to do it. Someone yeah. in chat said, "What do I do with Najee Harris? Get rid of him. Get sell. rid of him. Mm. Trade sell. him. Trade him for whatever you can do. Yeah." Trade him, him yeah, trade him, get someone different, because Najee is not performing. Najee is Najee's underperforming this year, especially with the ankle injury. He looks less explosive. Warren, this is a Steelers fan, Warren looks way better than him right now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's tough to say. Fire that's him yeah. into the sun. Literally, yeah, find a better option. Find, find a good trade. Trade for, um, try, try to get a good trade for someone like Chubb, Eckler, Try just you try to get. People. You just have to package him you, in with somebody yeah, on your bench. You yeah, literally, mm -hmm. you just have to package people, and you're gonna have to try to package a running back to get another running back because you're gonna have to get some kind of trade from it. If you don't have just, Fournette, try to go for him as well too. That's another one. Yeah, Fournette's a good Fournette's one too. Really good, yeah. You can try. You can maybe Pierce high upside. Like you just gotta figure out what you can get for him at this point because he's yeah. nobody wants him right now. Hmm. Um, moving on to the last, I know that one was a huge tangent with Aaron Donald, but moving <laughs> on to the, uh, last game of, of last night, uh, we lost the Bengals lost a heartbreaker game to Justin Tucker in the Ravens. Um, good game. I, I, I thought that was a really good game. Great game. I, I thought it was a fun game to watch. It wasn't an awful game. Um, yeah. I thought we played decent. I thought our offense was pretty good. I just think our play calling is just atrocious. Our defense was pretty good. We picked Your off. Your defense is great. We picked off yeah. Lamar. That's really nothing, you know, not that special anymore. Because usually he didn't throw picks, but 
Well, I it was just a fun game. Honestly, like I can't be mad that we lost that game. Like we lost, and we lost by a field goal. You know, it's it's yeah. not like we lost by a lot or, you know, it can't, like it, we lost by a field goal. It's it's whatever. It happens. It's a, mm. it's um the Ravens are a really good team. The Ravens are a very yes. very good explosive team. So yeah. the fact that we it came down to the last second for a field goal, I'm I can't be mad about it. Honestly, I can't. Yeah. that. Like I didn't I didn't leave that game like upset like really mad like I. I left that game in like okay we played we played a good it was a that was a good ball game that was a really good ball game I can't be I can't even be mad yeah like that, that those games are gonna happen and I can't even be mad it was it was it, the, we put up a good fun entertaining game and that's all I'm really I'm happy about it <laughs> you know and again the Ravens are a very very good team they're except they're an exceptional team and I think they're honestly at this point they're they're pretty big for Super Bowl contenders so yeah um, honestly. You know, pl- putting up as well as we did against them, I'm I'm proud I'm proud of what we did. I just think our play calling is atrocious. Our play yeah. calling is awful. It's the worst. It's some of the worst I saw. Yes, some of the worst play calling I've seen yesterday, and it was awful. But you know, there's nothing we can do about it. Obviously, no. but you know, Joe Burrow came out. He showed up. He played, and Joe Burrow's looking good. He's looking better than he did the first mm-hmm. two weeks. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm, pr- I'm glad of that. T. Higgins was out because he had um, an ankle injury, and also he's still uh, coming back from his head injuries. Um, Hayden Hurst looks like a dog. I, yeah. Hayden Hurst, I love I love Hayden Hurst. I think he's a huge, huge upgrade from C.J. Uzama. And mm-hmm. C.J. Uzama was pretty good, too. Yeah. Um, so I think Hayden Hurst was a huge upgrade. Um, Tyler Boyd's going to be Tyler Boyd. He's you know yep. showing up, balling out. So I think overall, I think the game we played yesterday was a good game. I think it was a fun game to watch, and I honestly can't be mad that we lost by a field goal. Mm. We lost by Justin Tucker, and his and Justin yeah. Tucker is just you know best kicker in the league. Nothing you can do about it. Probably after everything's said and done, Justin Kicker is going to be the the best kicker of all time. Yeah, I think so. His, his kick was right in the middle. By yeah. it was off by a few like centimeters. Mm-hmm. If the say, field goal, if the field goal was like this big, it would have went through. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's nuts. Evan McPherson. With the uh, with the field goal, did you guys see that field goal? How it barely squeaked over the upright. Oh, that that was <sighs> that scared how, the. How, how far was how far was the field goal? Um, I'm not sure. I'm not I'm not sure how far it was, but I remember I, I think it might have been an extra point. I'm not gonna lie. Oh really? I think it might have been an extra point. Um, but I'll, I but it was I thought I was gonna I thought I was gonna doink. It looked like it was gonna <laughs> doink, but it. Barely, and I thought it was no good too. By the mm-hmm. way, by the way, the camera showed it, but it was just inside the the line, barely like right here. It was just inside, and it was good. I was like, "Holy shit, Evan, you are putting me in a coffin!" Like you were scaring <laughs> out of me, dude, scaring the crap out of me. But um, but yeah, <laughs> not much to say about the Ravens. There, no Lamar's. A, he's an excellent quarterback. Uh, Mark Andrews is an excellent tight end, and they just yeah. they played good. They played good offense. They played good. Off, mm. They played good offense. But um, that brings us to our the the final game of Week Five, which is the Raiders versus the Chiefs. Tonight, uh, eight fifteen tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, Kansas City is favored to win. Yep, I think Kansas City is going to blow them out. What do you guys think? I don't think they're going to blow them out. I, I think it's still going to be a close game because the, with the amount of money that the Raiders put in the offseason towards this team, like they have to be somewhat competitive, like going forward from this point. Otherwise, there's going to be some there's going to be some people that are going to get fired. They're going to lose their jobs. 
uh, and Derek Carr especially. I think I think he's on uh, hot. I think he's on thin ice as well too. Um, like Derek Carr hasn't looked exceptionally bad. It's just he can't get shit going. Like he can't like I don't know. He just he can't win games right now, despite having his fucking roommate from college, Devontae Adams, the best receiver in the league. Or and should be. But I don't even know then, why Devontae Adams isn't his favorite target either. He targets yeah. like Waller and Renfro more than he At does. First, well, in the first two games, it was Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. And then, whatever reason, like they, there's been less targets. I mean, he for like the first four games, I think he did have the most targets, but like it's been the opposite now. And I don't know if it's because they were losing when doing that, but I don't know. They just can't seem to put anything together over there, despite having like you know the offseason that they had. They were projected to be like some people projected them to win the division this year. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just I think they're going to be competitive. I th- they have to be at this point, like going forward, they have to be competitive. Otherwise, people are going to lose their jobs. Um, I think they have that mindset going into this game. I think they will try to make it a game, but I, there's no way in hell I don't see them winning. Mm-hmm. But I think it's going to be like. I'm I'm gonna call the score like 31 20 31 27. I don't, I don't know if it's gonna be that close. I think it's like gonna be four and a half, five and a half points. What is the uh over what's the over under on that game actually? Do they have a set up there? Um let me check my bet my bet site. Should check it too. <laughs> yeah, I might put some bets on the game tonight. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm betting tonight. <laughs> um we could probably talk here, actually, hold on, I could probably do something. I might uh I might text my brother and ask him betting advice seven. to share. It's seven. It's right seven. Now. Seven. Damn. Yeah, it's plus I, seven. Plus seven minus seven. Mm. The money line's plus two uh, two eighty. Okay. For for the Raiders and then minus three fifty for the for the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Over under is yeah fifty one and a half. Fifty one and a half. So they wanted it to be a high scoring game. I like yeah. Also, I just noticed the over under for the Bears Commanders game is thirty eight. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, crazy. I think it is going to be a high-scoring game. I think it's going to be like there. It's going to be in the thirties. I think. I think the Chiefs are going to score probably forty, maybe th- maybe maybe forty. I think definitely over thirty though. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna text my uh, I'm gonna text my brother. Um, betting advice for the podcast tonight. <laughs> Robbie Anderson is expected to be moved as well. Mm. The Raiders are one and four right now, aren't they? Yep. Oof. Man, you don't. That's and that's the thing. They didn't. They don't look like a one and four team, despite them like not being the best. I think they're at least a two and three, like a two win team right now. Um, but yeah, I think the Chiefs are gonna blow them out. I think I think it's gonna be. I don't think it's gonna be close. I think the Chiefs are gonna win. I think they're gonna pull away with it. The Chiefs have been looking exceptional. The Chiefs have been looking yeah. really good. They should have never lost the Colts. <laughs> yeah, that that was a fluke. That was just yeah. Well, foot Sky Moore. I don't know what was said to Matt Ryan when Chris Jones said something to him. Um, that was the reason why the flag was called. I don't know to this point. Uh, I don't know if it was a bad call or or whatever. But whatever was said, I guess cannot be said. But Matt Ryan still pulled out the win, even though like he got that flag. So mm. Chiefs still, Chiefs still did lose. But I don't know. I, I could be just me. 
saying that just because I'm a Colts fan, but yeah, I mean, regardless, Chiefs should have won that game. Right. Um. Well, that moves us on from week five. Week five was a very interesting week uh, with with a lot of the games that were played. I think a lot of stuff happened that you know were were expected, and a lot of stuff that happened that wasn't expected. But I think something that um, should have happened before, but was expecting to happen sooner or later, Matt Rule has been fired from the Panthers staff, mm-hmm. and now as of you know what Cameron said earlier. Several NFL teams have called about um, about DJ Moore, about Christian McCaffrey, um, and people are saying that the uh, the number one trade, the number one team that that is looking at DJ Moore is the Ravens. Is what actually oh. I just I just saw on Twitter, which would be which would be dangerous. That yeah. would be very dangerous. If they get Robbie Anderson or DJ Moore, mm-hmm. I would shit myself. <laughs> but um. I think McCaffrey would go. People are saying the Bills have reached out about McCaffrey. I've, I'm also seeing oh. the, uh, the Giants have called the Panthers about DJ Moore and Terrence, Mich- uh, Terrence Marshall. Terrence. <laughs> who who called about them? Giants? Yeah, so the Giants yeah. have called about Panthers. DJ no, Moore Bengals, should, Bengals should just call about Terrence Marshall for shits and gigs. <laughs> Uh, Might the, as Bears, well. the Bears have called for Panthers. Mm-hmm. Um, if I was the Panthers, I would hang up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people are people are posting memes like Justin Fields and DJ Moore. So people like the ba- the Bears are another um, are another one. DJ Moore to the Titans is another one. I think yeah. Christian McCaffrey. I and this might be um, a hot topic. I think his best place to go to, if he were to leave, would possibly be the Broncos. They don't need the they, Bron- they wouldn't do it. They would not do it. I think the Broncos, they need a running back. Javante, yeah, they have Melvin Gordon, who year. is a fumble machine. They're going to eat it this year. It, they're not going to, they're going to, Javante is their future. They're not going to trade for CMC. It's a waste of a trade. Mm-hmm. I if think they so. were to trade for CMC, they would trade him again next year. <laughs> B-Red said Panthers fire sale. But um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, De- definitely so. But yeah, it would be the question of, of Denver if they can afford them. If they can afford to trade for someone. But that's the thing. Yeah. That's the thing. They spent over fucking one hundred sixty. Whoever, whoever gets fucking... Ryan Burns though, he is his potential is really high. Yeah, yeah. I love Ryan Burns, J.C. Horn even, second year corner. That whole defense is great. Jeremy Chin even if you need a strong safety. Yeah, it looks like only the Panthers are open to dealing with everyone. The mm. only untouchable is probably that offensive lineman. Um, I don't even know how to say his name. <laughs> I think I don't think they're going to give away Baker either. No, Baker's mm. Baker Baker's done. They're, he's they're, on a one-year deal anyway. Say they're dying. They're dying on the Baker Hill, and I think mm-hmm. I think after this year, I think Baker is going to be an XFL football player. Not even a backup. Any, I don't see. I don't know. If I just... Sam Darnold was a starter last year, he's going to be a backup. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I think yeah, he'll yeah. probably be a backup. But um, like people are saying, Jacksonville should go for DJ Moore after paying Christian Kirk the amount of money they did. Yeah, <laughs> Christian Kirk's actually not doing bad over there though. No, Christian Kirk's really well. Yeah, Christian Kirk's doing really well in Jacksonville. So mm-hmm. is Jay Jones. 
Yeah. So far, I mean, he's lived up to the amount of money that he uh, got so far. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, or uh, CMC going. to San Francisco, like B-Rat said in the chat. So, so the it's not bad. It's not bad. They have Elijah Mitchell, who. Is, yeah. He's not injured, is he? Yes, he is. Yeah, I think, yeah, he is. Um, but San Fran goes, rotates their running back so much. Yeah, but I think with him being out of there, it would just be more of established. I think you, I think Christian would be more established as, like, no. the actual running back one over there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think who else could use a running back. And they, and they just let Debo be Debo and not, like, be, like, a, a wide back. I know they have Miles Sanders, but Eagles. Just a thought. Yeah. Package Miles Sanders in a second round pick and for CMC. That would be interesting. That would be interesting, yeah. Bills can do the same thing with Singletary. Singletary in a second for CMC. Imagine this. I just I just saw this on Twitter. DJ Moore to the Packers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Christian yeah. McCaffrey to the Bills. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine I think the Bills are. I think the Bills are the most like logical place for him to end up. Yeah, that would make the Bills really something to look at. Yeah, I mean, granted, Bell Bell's a rookie this year, and but um, he had some pretty key fumbles as well too. So he hasn't really been like consistent. So having having McCaffrey in there as like a veteran running have back James, would definitely. You have, you have James Cook. Yeah. As your backup. Mm-hmm. You have uh, Moss as your backup. Yep. To McCaffrey, if he gets hurt, it's not like you're you're shooting yourself. Mm-hmm. If you trade away one of them, even. Yeah. Keep Singletary. <laughs> yeah. Like. And as a uh, as a DJ Moore fantasy owner, fantasy player owner, free, free DJ Moore, free DJ Moore, <laughs> free yeah, DJ Moore, because. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just looking on Twitter right now. I just see all these memes of Baker to DJ Moore, and it's just compl- the, the ball is just completely the other direction <laughs> when he's running. <ready> <laughs> and it's just like DJ, he's so talented to have Baker as his quarterback. Yeah, he's so talented to have Baker as his, as his quarterback. But, um, but there's Eagles in talk with Brian Burns, and Eagles are also in talk with DJ Moore. Mm-hmm. But. If here let, let's let's do if we were to predict which team got what player right now, Webby, who would you say both if, if Christian McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey, DJ Moore, mm-hmm. and Brian Burns all got traded right now, where would they go? I think DJ Moore would go to the Packers. Okay. I think that's uh, I think that's like the best place. Um, as far and. Probably the most logical as well too, especially when Aaron Rodgers is like, um, is like, is being allowed to like make some of those some of those decisions or like help make some of those decisions. And hearing that, I'm sure he would have wanted to hop on that straight away. Um, Christian McCaffrey, I think he either goes to Bills or 49ers. And then with Brian Burns. Man, I don't know. I could be though. anywhere. Yeah, I say, I say Eagles makes the most sense for me for Brian Yeah, Burns. it does. Yeah. I'm trying to think of just... A, I guess the Eagles would. 
I don't know. I, I mean, it could go really anywhere with him, to be quite honest, because there's a lot of players or a lot of teams that need a guy like him right now. But either way, um, I think DJ Moore 100%. I think Packers. That's my, my first thought. But then McCaffrey, I think he ends up, like I said, with the Bills or the 49ers. But I think he'll end up on the Bills if he does actually get out of there. I'm just More so than anything. Packers and Chiefs for DJ Moore. Whew. DJ Moore to the Chiefs would be insane. That would be... <sighs> Mm, I don't know. That would be insane. That would be that would be insane. Most win now move the Chiefs can do for their team. Yeah, but I think the Packers are more in a win now situation as well too. Right? The Chiefs, the Chiefs are more. The, I mean, the Packers are more inclined to trade for DJ Moore. But yeah. The Chiefs, if the Chiefs offer something better, I mean, I the Chiefs should offer Juju for Juju for. Uh, they're not going to trade. No, they're not trading. You're not going to trade Juju. They're not trading any of their receivers. They're gonna trade picks. Oh, picks talk. Um, picks talk. Oh, man. Especially if they're gonna go for a rebuild. If they're gonna go for a rebuild. They're gonna need picks. Yeah. They're gonna I'm, need draft picks. I'm just. I. It just makes sense. Juju in the slot. MVS on the outside. Then DJ Moore is number one, on top of Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Your receiving core is better than what you had with Tyreek and like Hardman. Then if you have DJ Moore and Juju. And MVS, if MVS is even playing to his full potential, hmm. doesn't even talk about Clyde Edwards. How fantastic he's been doing. Ooh, yeah, I just thought about another one would be the Bucks. For who? DJ Moore. DJ Moore. So they got literally nothing over there. They got no receivers. Well, I feel like when all their receivers are healthy, they have healthy. a pretty good receiving core. Yeah, I mean they they have Mike Evans and Mike Evans, Chris they Godwin. Would, they, would, they would they would have too much money tied up into the receiver room. Yeah, yeah. With Mike Evans and Godwin's extensions, they would have just, way too much money. Yeah, I keep forgetting. Like, I mean, even then, like Chris Godwin's like always a big question mark because he's been already hurt twice this year already. Right. And so that's the only thing I can think of when if like the Bucks were landing spot for him, but even then I wouldn't want to get rid of Chris Godwin. Like he's a, a difference. Yeah. He's a he's a difference maker when he's healthy. But yeah, with with Matt Rule, I think yeah, Matt Rule just I think all these college coaches just need to stay in college. Like Nick Saban tried it, tried to be a head coach in the NFL, didn't work out with the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> Urban Meyer. Oh, talk about Urban Meyer. <laughs> Urban Meyer did not. Oh my God, man! Exceptional, exceptional Ohio State coach, one of the best yes. that we've ever had. Yes. Awful, right. awful NFL coach. Yeah. I, I just think it's because he's he's used to dealing with with younger kids, like mm-hmm. younger adults, and he's you know he's used to being able to you do this and you do that and you're like this and right. Me. But when he's actually dealing with grown people now, grown ass thirty-two-year-old mm-hmm. men, he's like he understands he can't like he can't, he can't like that. Yeah, that, he has like he has like very little authority when it comes to like threatening someone or not like threatening someone. Just like there's very there's less power that he has when he in his in the words that he says when it comes to that because like he can take any he can like talk up a kid and like tell him like hey. You don't do this, you're fucking out, right? You can't do that in the NFL. Like, hey, you do this, you're out. Like, the, the, that's a grown ass fucking adult you're talking to. And so, well, I don't know. And even then, like a lot of the college coaches that go into the NFL, like they they don't ever work out. Nick Saban, best college coach of all time, 
failed as a Dolphins head coach. Yeah. Um, same thing with with Urban Meyer. He just did not do, and he like it was such a shit. Is one of the worst coaching situations that ever happened in NFL history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, if you, it's it's one thing when like an NFL coach goes to college, that's different. But like when a college head coach has who's been in, in a winning system for so long, and then tries to do it in the NFL, it's just. It never usually works out. Yeah, I, work same out. thing happened with Matt Rule. That same thing happened with Matt Rule. I think he'll land a college head coaching job at some. Well, he won't like land a head coaching job like straight away. I think he'll like maybe be off the be off the board for a little bit for like maybe two or three years, and then get back into a head coaching position. But I think college head coaches just need to stay as a college head coach. It's like a it's a different breed. Yeah, Urban Meyer proved that. Chip Kelly proved that. Hmm. Cliff Kingsbury is proving that right now. Yeah, but he's shown a little bit of, he showed some flair though, you know, for the first, how long has he been a head coach now? Him or Kyler, as long as Kyler's been head coach. Yeah. It hasn't been him, it's been Kyler. Yeah. Even then. I'm just praying DJ Moore not to the Ravens. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be, that'd be scary. That'd be very scary for all the. I, I, worth, that'd be scary. I don't. I don't. You. The Bengals are going to finish second in the division this year. I'm sorry. I think the Ravens are going to. Ravens gonna, are top. Ravens are top. Yeah. Yeah. Ravens are right. I, they're. I agree. I think the Ravens are going to. They're, they're going to win the division this year. I think you'll land a wild card spot. 100 percent though. I hope so. And Steelers, if they if the Steelers do get a really good draft pick, they can really utilize that as well. Like right now, they're number one in the draft order. We're trading. We're trading it. We do not need a number one pick. That's that's my opinion. We have way too many holes for one player that can fill. Yeah. It, we trade away the one for another one, a two, another one, and then go from there. Nothing. Nothing. You. This is so... this is another thing too. This is kind of off topic, but it's the first year Mike Tomlin might be might have a losing season this year. Yeah. It was thought that he was he was gonna have a winning season last year, but. They've I'm, not fucking... gonna, I'm not blaming them at all. Yeah, no. Tomlin, I... at the end of the at the end of when everything's all said and done, he's probably going to be a top five head coach. Oh, of course. I have Tom... a lot of respect for Tomlin. People, mm-hmm. people hate on Tomlin. Where I don't blame Tomlin for a lot of the issues this team has. Mm-hmm. I blame our offensive coordinator. Yeah, Matt Canada. I blame mm-hmm. And I blame and I blame or just our defense being killed to all hell. Yeah, because our offense can't move the ball. Just is Canada's gone, and I'll be happy. Yeah, <laughs> that's really it. Canada, <laughs> we Mitch is gone. We just need Canada gone, and then our yeah. defense isn't bad by no means. Yep. Yeah. Right. There's only so much you can do against the Bills when your offense is going three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out. Especially yeah. when you, especially when you don't have TJ White. Yeah. The. The one piece that makes our defense work because Cameron mm-hmm. Hayward's on his way out. That's like the same with like with the Colts with Darius Leonard. Um, kind of like this. Like I'm gonna go a little bit further back. Um, like the the year that, that the Colts won the Super Bowl, um, Bob Sanders was out for like the whole entire regular season. Um, I don't know if any of y'all remember Bob Sanders, but he was, I he was up there with. Uh, as far as Brian Dawkins, Ed Reed, um, 
Troy Polamalu. He was that good of a player uh, as far as defensive playmakers. When you're missing a guy like that on your defense, like a TJ Watt or Darius Leonard or a Bob Sanders, that defense is going to be not totally in shambles, but definitely just not good enough to win you games, especially when it matters, right? Yeah. When we we were like 28th in the league as far as total defense goes, the year the Colts won the Super Bowl, like 06. When we got him back in the in the playoffs, we went from the 28th to second best defense in the league. That's the thing. Same with, I mean, last year's Chiefs, the year before that, Seahawks. Mm-hmm. They were both on pace to like break the record for the worst defense ever. Mm-hmm. And then something just happened where they turned around and were like middle of a pack to like top. 15. Yeah. Like when you guys when you guys get Watt back, you'll be in good shape. Yeah. You may not be winning you might not be winning games with your Five. offense, but you'll be Five. you'll be in decent shape um Five. going into next year. Oh, and yeah. I hate to say that it's a write off year at this point, but it kind of is looking like that for the Steelers. Um I don't I don't mind. We're overdue. Yeah. We're overdue for it. Yeah. In in the case of my Colts, it is I'm hoping that it isn't, but I mean, we're still a lot more potential because as long as our offensive line gets fucking fixed and we get Darius Slendered and key uh, positions on the defensive side back on the field, I think we'll be just fine as well too. But overall, Darius Slender needs to get healthy. Our offensive line needs to fucking whatever, whatever changes they got to do to, you know, create less pressure from Matt Ryan. I don't, I don't care what it is. Fucking do it right we you have, have it's your guard your center and your left tackle right mm-hmm. yeah i mean right fucking quentin tackle. nelson's still doing his job like everyone else is mm-hmm. matt pryor sucks ryan kelly's up. ryan kelly's like inconsistent like there's time there's times he does do his job there's times that like, he struggles to do it but with matt pryor and of course bernard raymond like he's our rookie like left tackle and this is it's okay. it's rough for him especially going against the broncos he had like three holding penalties in like the first half or whatever. We have a, we have another comment for um, fantasy options. Z Smitty asked if he should trade Mixon for Diggs. He said his running backs are Mixon, Brees Hall, Ramondre Stevenson, James Conner, and Antonio Gibson. Who's his his receivers? receivers? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what his receivers are, but Smitty, if you're still here, send us your receivers and we'll, yeah, yeah, let us know what your receivers are. Probably impact. I mean, Nixon if you if you're doing it all this year, if you're struggling with receivers, make the trade. But if I don't know. Mixon, Mixon, he hasn't been doing <laughs> well this year either. He hasn't been putting up that many numbers. No. He's had okay games. He hasn't like had any explosive games. Joe, Mixon, Joe Mixon for Stephon get or Stephon yeah, Diggs. What does running back room look like? It's uh, oh, yeah. Reese Hall, Ramondre Stevenson, James Conner, and Antonio Gibson. Who's Steven? Oh, he's that's the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's not a bad running back room. You mm-hmm. can win. It just depends on how bad your receivers are. So, yeah, receivers are. Mm-hmm. And with, with Antonio you... Gibson, I know uh, Brian Robinson just made his return last night, too. Yeah, but Damian Harris is out. Mm-hmm. Four weeks, I think. That's a tough one. I think I think you should go for it because I think Diggs is I think Diggs, Diggs is an automatic twenty points every every week. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, Mixon's been nothing but inconsistent. I mean, even with 
your receiver room being like that. Like, even if your receiver room is great, I think it's a good upgrade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even flip, it's just hard to say that because you don't know if Mixon's going to turn it up in the second half of the season as well, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, worst comes to worst, you could flip your other receivers. Yeah. All right. If you have a good receiving room. As of right now, if it, if you want to do it like right now and you needed to like get like better players for like a key matchup you have going up against, you know, if it's like if you're like second or third in your fantasy league and you're going up against number one, yeah, I would I, probably make the trade. I think it's worth it no matter what. Yeah. I mean, your running back room is good enough. And making receivers are deathly important in fantasy this year. Mm-hmm. They've been way more productive than running backs, which might be for next year, too. Yeah. Receivers going in the first round won't be uncommon. Mm-hmm. Well, that's kind of the trend now. Receiver receiver this year has been I think yeah. receivers are going to be the number one pick, like number one picks, like more than number one and, picks next year. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think it's, it's going to be a incredible. A couple years. It's mm-hmm. going to take a little bit before running backs get back to where they where they used to be. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. And, yeah, I just feel like most running backs have just been really inconsistent this year too. Like The only consistent running back this year has been Saquon. Yeah. Well, I guess and Chubb too if you want to count Chubb, but. Yeah. I read off Chubb too. I mean, that's my fault too. I read him off. I could have picked him. It was him or Saquon though. Mm-hmm. So either way, I I made it out. I made it out. But damn. Don't let's not forget about Kareem Hunt. Speaking of Browns, oh yeah, Kareem Hunt could be in the trade block. He wanted out, especially with how good Chubb's doing. And I, and I don't blame him. No, I don't blame him one bit. Kareem Hunt, if he never did that on the Chiefs, I'm just imagining what they could be like. Mm. Revive says that he wants Hunt. <laughs> mm-hmm. Kareem Hunt to the Broncos would be interesting. But, um, my yeah, dad, they, definitely need, they definitely need some sort of running back right now. My dad responded to me about his betting advice for the game tonight for Chiefs versus Raiders. He said that even though the spread has gone from KC negative uh, 6 to negative 7 over the week, he would still take Kansas City negative seven, and mm-hmm. that he thinks the Raiders will score enough to bet over the spread. So over fifty one and a, over one and a half. Okay. Which is pretty good advice. I think that's I think that's very yeah. true. I think it's very I think true. That is true. Um, do you guys want to move into the special topic that I was talking about earlier? Which was. So, I, I didn't I didn't reveal it yet, but I, here okay. Here we are. So there's there's gonna be two there's two different topics. We'll we'll do the we'll do like the the easier one first, I guess. This is all just a so imagine this. Imagine one day you wake up, it's just like any other day. You go to work or something, and say you work at like a gym and like they're playing soccer and you kick a soccer ball and you realize that you somehow out of nowhere have insane kicking ability. Okay. So you go to a football field Mm -hmm. and you bring your friend with you and he sets up field goals. You nail every single field goal. You nail a field goal from 70 yards away and are, (laughs) and you are all of a sudden out of nowhere, the best field goal kicker or the best kicker ever out of nowhere. All of a sudden this is like an overnight, Overnight something. Yeah. After finding out your abilities, say you don't have any more college time left. You already graduated from college, so you can't go to college. 
How mm-hmm. do you get into the NFL? After uh, after after you find out, you're just a normal person. It's just like any day. Say like right now, it happens. I would How do say you know about getting into the NFL. There isn't there a guy that's already like doing something like this destroying. where destroying. Who? Destroying. Destroying. Yeah, I would go about it the the way he's doing it. If I'm being honest, what, like what, what is he? I don't know who that is. Like, <laughs> just uh, look him up. His name is Destroying. Like he, he was, a, is, was a UCF kicker. Yeah, punter, I believe that. I think he was a punter first. He was posting YouTube videos and making money, mm-hmm. making YouTube videos. Then the NCAA kicked him out. Yeah, of, of because the, because oh. it was his because he because it broke the the rule. Yeah, where he could make money while he's mm-hmm. and before the whole um and like yeah. So yeah, I guess like say like you have no like presence on the internet at all either, like. Oof. Like you just made your first account. Yeah. You you would have to do. There's a lot of in. There's a lot of like rec leagues, like indoor Mm -hmm. football leagues, stuff like that. There's a lot of tryouts that they do hold. Yeah, but open tryouts are really hard to come by, and they're very rare as well too. Mm -hmm. Um. In the CFL, Europe. Yeah. You have to go overseas. I would say you would have to send some sort of footage into some sort of like indie league team or AFL CFL team. You would have to like you would have to put yourself out there somehow, right? Mm-hmm. Not and not to the level of destroying. If it's not going to be on the level of destroying, I would say make some tape, send it in to any coach. It could be uh, a head coach of a NFL football team. Send it to many as many people as you possibly can that can oh, yeah. like. That uh, would see it, um, or potentially see it. Even kickers, even yeah. like people, even like college level kickers, mm-hmm. or even like or even coaches, right? yeah, that Doesn't have, matter. yeah. And the guy, I don't know who this was. This was all from a TikTok that I saw, by the way. And shout out to like I can't remember his name to save my life, but uh, shout out to that guy. That's the where the whole discussion is coming from. Mm-hmm. But he made a really good point on his video. He said, what I would do if I had no internet presence, I would first, first thing I would do is go get internet presence. I would get a phone or something. Right. I would set up some sort of live stream Mm -hmm. and live stream, not myself, you know, making trick shots, you know, making it from 80 yards away. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like record those. I would just set my phone up, press play on a live stream. And just make forty-five yard field goals consistently. Just keep nailing as mm-hmm. many forty-five yard field goals as he can, and just keep boom one, two, three, four, five. Just keep nailing only do forty-five it, yard field goals because like being consistent is way better yeah. than doing any Kicking of the crazy, 70 yards. Yeah. crazy field goals. Being super consistent and just getting all of that in a row. Even I would. I would go up forty-five. I would, I would go, go sixty. Yeah, I would go a step further and, like, if it's snowing outside or raining outside, do it in the elements. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do it from that as well, too. If it's windy out, too, as well, too. Don't like, even drive the ball. Don't even yeah. drive the ball. But just keeping it, keep it consistent. Just keeping, keep nailing those, those, those. Yeah. Yeah. Those kind of field goals that teams need. And then mm-hmm. going to, like, a tryout or maybe sending that live stream to someone, getting that, making that blow up somehow. Right. Making that. You have to have some sort of footage or some sort of, like, Obvious, like, 
um, evidence that shows that you can do what you're doing, that the kickers in the NFL can, that are doing. You didn't have somebody like getting in your face yeah. while you're doing it. Yeah. Like, like having people come and like show off. Having, like... having people like just put their arms up, like 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 have like a, like a row of three of your friends just right in front of you, like putting their arms up. Right. Mm-hmm. Or set like a crossbar, like set up a crossbar to where it's like eight feet. Eight feet up and like ten feet back, like as if like when you have defensive players reaching up to try and block it, mm-hmm. kind of something like that, just to implement some sort of like test or any yeah. sort of like in game real experience, you know. Have so- There's a bunch of ways you can go about it, really. There's a lot, yeah. So but it all yeah. boils down to having some sort of footage of you doing, you know, making kicks and making yeah. it on a consistent basis. For sure. And this brings me up to the next one. So this is basically the exact same scenario. So imagine you wake up, go to work, whatever. Um, but instead of your leg all of a sudden being incredible, say you're throwing a paper ball into the garbage and all of a sudden, yeah. boom, synced it. Mm-hmm. Your arm out of nowhere, you have an amazing accurate arm out of nowhere. QBs are a okay. lot harder than kickers to get in the league. Yes, it is extremely hard. Discuss- is it a whole other discussion? Because that's a lot it's more money you're not, talking about right there. It's not worth it if you don't if you can't do college. Hmm. Um, like un- unless you go to like the US USFL, the XFL, whatever the hell you want to do. Um, well, even then, it's harder to even go get to the USFL or I, CFL even, as from a quarterback standpoint. It's yeah. If you're not college eligible, it's gonna be rough. I would okay. Going forward with this, right? Okay, let's just say it's not football, but what about baseball? Okay. See, and that that's interesting. You brought that up because revived in the comments. He said, um, "Here's a hot take: Don't be a kicker. Train your ass off to be agile. Work on your quickness. Get into good shape, and then be a soccer player." So like, so like, even though you have all of this amazing ability, football, that's like the trick part of it. Football is not your only. Yeah, there's the there's several routes you can really about go, but like you like when you say you sink like a bucket and you find out that you have amazing arm talent, I would my okay, let's just because you got to be realistic about your options here because like you said, it's incredibly hard to become a a quarterback in any mm-hmm. in any league, right? Uh, from just rep league rec leagues um cfl afl um or even the fan league as well too you got to go about your options is okay that's probably out the books all right let me try pick up a baseball let's see how fast i can throw a baseball if i can throw it that sh- if you can throw a baseball 80 to 90 miles an hour that for, and i said this in a tweet i don't i don't know if you saw that yesterday or not but throwing a baseball 80 to 90 miles an hour is humanly impossible for a lot of people in the world. Oh yeah, it's very hard. It's very difficult. It's one of the hardest things to do. Um, hitting is another thing too, but that's just well, that's off off mm-hmm. conversation. But like, if you can throw a baseball faster than let's just say ninety miles an hour, fucking start recording yourself throwing ninety miles an hour, and then try setting up a strike zone. And the same thing with how you were kicking field goals, and implement that to like. You if you say if you do throw ninety, this is saying if you do throw ninety miles an hour, okay. Start setting up a strike zone. Start 
like throwing against actual people and reckless because it's easier for a pitcher to throw 90 miles an hour and get in any league. If you're throwing 90 miles an hour, it doesn't matter if you're lefty or right. You're, you're going to be recognized somewhere. Mm-hmm. For a quarterback, it's almost impossible just because Even from that, from that standpoint, like you, there's a, I think it's a lot harder to be a NFL quarterback than it is to be an M major league baseball pitcher. Mm-hmm. Even like the metric standpoint, you could, yeah, it it's not like you're growing to six foot three like or six right. foot five eleven, mm-hmm. like if you're below five eleven, there's no shot. Mm-hmm. You and you can do that as a, and yeah. same thing with like if you're doing that for basketball too, there's no shot. And at all. accuracy doesn't matter if you can't read a defense either. Mm-hmm. If you can't read that defense, you could throw the best ball in the world, but if the safety comes over top. What, what it's it's on the receiver too, be an accurate ball. But if the safety plays that just plays it just as well, it's not going to matter. Yeah, because when you, if, you want. if you have like amazing arm strength, okay, that's cool and all. But do you have do you have the mental capability to understand two hundred plus plays, understand the defensive coverage, understand the offense formations, uh, make audibles in between plays if like you don't like the play that you have at the line of scrimmage clock management, clock time management, and all that. Like, There's so much more that goes in just knowing having a powerful rules, Even Knowing what will be intentional grounding, what yeah. is what. Like, it's it's a lot harder It's a lot harder for you to wake up one day and have a powerful armor and get to the NFL football league as a quarterback than it is for you to kick balls in the NFL football league, waking up thinking you have, when you have strong yeah, legs. Kicker, kicker is like not, not knocking kickers at all. They are really yeah. important to the team, but like they're the least athletic position on the field. Well, there's yeah. a reason why quarterbacks are paid 250 million when it comes to, you know, yeah. being in the NFL and then kickers get paid what? what even five, even six million? A, yeah, even being a corner is hard. Yeah. I would say, ever. I think the corner from a, a defensive back, you have to be faster than the receiver. You have to be faster than a four two. You have to be faster than a four three. When covering, when it comes to covering ground and also being able to be in the right spot at the right time as well too. On top of that, so it's just a lot. There's too many things that like, it doesn't matter if you could throw a great ball. Yeah, Brock Osweiler could throw a great ball. Yeah, he can launch it, but doesn't mean it's going to be good. Yeah, um, but when it comes like for, if you were to wake up one day. And you found out that you have a strong, a very strong arm, right? Basically. My first thought is to become an NFL quarterback. My first thought is my my immediate thought is to see how fast I can throw a baseball. Me personally, um, depending on like your height. Let's just say you're six foot, like right at the average height, six foot. You will not be. You're definitely not going to be an NFL quarterback. I mean, you could be, but you have to be the best of the best. You have to throw that ball like seventy plus yards, sixty yeah. plus yards. Um, immediate thought would be a baseball player, especially if you can throw 80 to 90 miles an hour or even 90 plus. If you throw 90 plus, you're becoming a baseball player. Well, then here, let me throw a little fork okay. in, the, in, the, in, the, in the discussion. What if you do have four years of college eligibility? Do you still go for <laughs> baseball or do you go for quarterback? Depends on, depends on what level of you're doing. Mm-hmm. If you're going D1, you probably can't do both. Yeah. If you go D2 or D3, you can definitely be a two-sport athlete. It still just depends. Is, are we being able to be six foot or like whatever? I guess it's yeah, just that, like, it all depends. 
classic. It just it's just you're just a classic like quarterback height, quarterback. You're so you're you're generic. You're so I'll just say six foot two, six foot two, six 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 two, and like you're not like the strongest guy. So like two thirty five. But yeah. you have a strong arm. Though. You have a strong arm. It doesn't. Yeah. Just... You're throwing sixty plus yards. That's, that's a strong arm. That's strong a pretty. Arm, that's a pretty arm. strong torso and shoulder. Strong right there. arm and accurate. And do you have high school experience? Yeah. Well, even then, there's some if players that can still walk onto a football team without any high school experience. Well, yeah. Rare, but you can do it. Quarterback with quarterback, it barely ever happens. You're right, but it, and that's in that. That's where it becomes a point to where, would, how logical it would be would it be for you to become an NFL quarterback or college quarterback or a guy. Because are you going to baseball? Take- if you were, if you if <laughs> literally a guy was at a state fair and threw 95, 96 miles an hour, and the fucking a team signed him. Yeah, I signed him. So right then and there, it's a lot more possible. It's a it's a lot more logical for you to become a baseball player than it is for you to become an NFL quarterback. You could have all the intangibles in the world for college too, but yeah. Are you going to take you, who have a stronger arm, or are you going to take Archie Manning, mm-hmm. who's been a five-star recruit forever? Right. Because the thing is, if you have a strong arm and you throw 90 miles an hour, as a, you know, a baseball throw, throw that 90 yeah. miles an hour, you, you're more inclined to get to the league like, almost straight away. Yeah. it Being a quarterback, it starts at high school. Like yeah. I, I, mean, high, I mean, high school, and I don't think there was ever a NFL, like, Starting great quarterback that walked out on college mm. and was fantastic. Yeah, I mean Kurt Warner. Where Kurt Warner played in what the CFL? Yeah, like he was bagging groceries. That mm-hmm. poor guy. Like you have to have some level of resemblance of the game, right? And it's a lot. It's a lot harder to be an, a quarterback. Quarterbacks, the I think the hardest position in sports. It goes quarterback then corner. I think we're talking like all the time, like as far as any position in yeah. football, yeah. really you puts, okay. So you put corner as numbers, the second hardest. Okay. You're I can see, Yeah. I can see that. You're running backwards. Yeah. And you're also running faster than the receivers who throw you around to, four you threes. Have to, you have to be able to just stay square the whole time. Yeah. While well, not knowing the routes that they're running not as well too. what they're going to run. You have to match a person. Mm-hmm. That's, that's so difficult. Yeah. Like I, I'm five eight and I'm one fifty pounds and I was a D lineman. Like, <laughs> like, I, 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 like, like, and I managed. I'm just quick off the ball. Like if you're like I'm, like you don't have to be the most most like big guy on a D line. Like I don't think D line's a hard position to play. A no, no. When you when you when you. That's, well, when you go into an NFL standpoint, you have well, to. Be when I, when I, well, Aaron Donald was undersized. Yeah, I'm just saying, D line is probably one of the easiest, easier positions to learn. Right. Yeah. It's just a guess. same with like offensive line as well too. Offensive line, you just have to learn blocking schemes though. Mm-hmm. You have to know. Yeah. The who's head on, who's over. Where am I pulling? What's the like, right? Yeah. Is it a runner which, pass? Which way you're stepping? Because if you're an O line, you step the wrong way. The play's going right. You step left. You let the defender fu- you. That's mm-hmm. your fault. Yeah. Like yeah. D line. D line. also really doesn't matter. You also on a run play, you have you you on a run play, you have to go forward. Um, if on a passing play, you have to go back. Yeah. It, run run play on it doesn't really matter. Hmm. 
uh, on D-line, really, as long as you take your guy. As long as you even beat the offensive lineman, you did your job. Yeah. And you're sitting in one hole. If you're a nose guard, if you kill the center, you did your job. Mm. Mm. Um, I think that's going to wrap up most of what we were talking about. It's been this is a two hour and ten minute podcast so far. This is the Holy longest shit. we was the longest we've been. Hell yeah! But um, I think th- I think this one's probably the longest one because we didn't we don't have like football games luring over us as we're trying to rush Try the finish. To yeah, but um. Uh, one thing I do want to say, I did just read this tweet. The Seattle Seahawks, led by quarterback Geno Smith, currently have the NFL's number one offense, I... according to a DVOA metric. Wow. Can I also, That's awesome. Can I also mention this real quick? Yeah. Cameron Hayward just retweeted something that was going against Tomlin. Really? Well, there you go. Yeah. And I just saw someone's butt cheeks on my timeline. All right. Um, so that, this was a really good episode. Week five had a lot to, had a lot in store. And I think there's a lot of stuff we had to discuss that we didn't discuss weeks prior because of how rushed we were with NFL stuff. So I think it was a good episode. Again, we got Chiefs Raiders tonight. Um, I'm going to be betting the spread. I'm going to be betting yep. over. Um, I'm also probably going to bet on the Chiefs to win. Yep. Um, are there any player incentives you guys think should be bet? Like, for I think like Mahomes, a super boost or a parlay? I think Mahomes is going to throw over 200. Oh, is, that, is, that, is that what the line is? 200? I don't know. I don't what's, know what it is. What, I just think that's what's going to be. Oh, what's the line say, of him yeah. rushing? Mahomes rush yard. So. Let me see. Can I see Chiefs? Can I click on them? What, what's going on? I use a uh, very uh, backwater site. So. Mm. This seems such like an easy bet. On FanDuel, I have a bet where Devontae Adams and Travis Kelsey to have 50 yards receiving, both of them. Yeah, both teams oh. score the first quarter. Uh-oh. First score of the game. First team charges the timeout. That seems too easy to bet. Mahomes to have 250 passing yards and Chiefs to cover five, negative five versus the Raiders. Over under uh, is 3.5 field goals. Mm. Over that... or under 13.5 penalties accepted. I like the under on that one, actually. Um, total sacks over 4.5. Over 4.5 total touchdowns. Mm-hmm. That's all I can really bet on this site. I usually like a very backwater site. So. Um, but I think we should wrap this up. Um, if you guys aren't following us on TikTok, go follow us on TikTok because we post a good amount there. Cameron, you need to start posting on TikTok, by the way. <laughs> you post nothing. Cameron, Cameron, Cameron needs to start pulling his weight. Cameron needs to start pulling his weight on TikTok. To, I need to learn how to use TikTok, bro. I could. It's so. I can teach you. It's, it's so really easy. easy. I, it's it's I, so easy. It takes me like five minutes. Not even five minutes. Like four or five minutes to make one of those like, who's gonna win videos. Like it, it, it's so easy. But, um, All right, who's my Super Bowl team? That takes like two or three minutes. Exactly. But um, yeah. Follow us on TikTok because we're actually we're almost to a hundred followers on TikTok. 
We're very close to 100 followers Hell on TikTok. Yeah. We also hit 20 subscribers on the podcast on YouTube. So thank you so much for you know coming out, subscribing, liking the podcast. It's amazing. Make it 21. 21. But uh, also go um, go follow us on Spotify. Um, this episode will be going up tomorrow on Spotify on uh, Tuesday. So go follow us on Spotify to also listen to the same podcast you're listening to now. If you're listening to this on Spotify, you're awesome. I appreciate that. And if you're listening to this on Spotify, come to our YouTube channel and come subscribe to our YouTube channel. Because come see it live. Ask questions. You say what? Come see it live and ask questions. Literally, yeah, that's, that's very true. Like, if you come come to YouTube, come here live. You know, we did a couple fantasy talks about some people said in the comments um, asking about what they should do for their fantasy team. And mm-hmm. we definitely help with with fantasy advice. So come ask questions and stuff, and we'll help you with fantasy advice, um, give you our, our, also, our advice. Also, go give Webby a follow. Thank oh, yeah. You thank, uh, yeah thank you, thank Webby, you. for being here and being a guest. Mm-hmm. Everyone, go follow uh, Webby on Twitter. And you, you have a YouTube, right, Webby? Uh, I prefer they follow, like, probably my Twitter, TikTok, but the, Twitter's fine yeah. as well, Twitter. too. Okay. I'll, Twitter here, really I'm again. actually going to do this right now. I'm going to link you into the description. Yes, sir. Thank you. this video. Yeah. We'll be sure to have you back on. It was You were great. Thank you. Appreciate it. Always, an, I, I always love talking about football, so I think this is a great podcast. All Pretty right, go, go to the description right now. I just, I just updated it. The description now should have Webby in the description. So go check out Webby on Twitter. He does a lot of um, gaming stuff on YouTube as well and on TikTok. So go follow him and check him out. He's an awesome man, as you guys probably already known by this podcast. Thank um, you, week six coming up. Uh, we're probably not going to talk about it until the next episode. So we'll uh, wait for that. And the next episode, um, I will update you guys when that will be on TikTok as well. So make sure you follow our TikTok for all updates to our podcast and all updates to NFL as well. Um, do you guys have any last thoughts starting with Webby? Do you have any last thoughts before we end the podcast? Culture winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> there you go. My last thoughts are Joe Burrow MVP. I'll say for Austin because he's not here. And <laughs> Cameron, any last thoughts or last words? Fire Matt Canada. i like it i like it all right well i appreciate everyone that came out to watch today you guys are awesome and we'll see you guys next week peace out everyone